backfield for the Lions. A lot more than they had last year. They brought in 145 players to camp back at the beginning of August. And they're looking at trying to get a lot of players some playing time. Next week they'll be at Moorhead State. Don't forget that. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 5 o'clock from then. If it doesn't rain. No more rain. I'm good on rain. (laughs) Today was enough. Mitch Menzel is back set to return. And it's going to be a high spiral kick that is going to be taken in by Speakman. And he's going to be dropped right at the 43-yard line in his own territory. They'll say his forward progress was stopped at the 45. And that's where the Lions will start. First and 10 from their own 45-yard line, and that's dangerous territory for an experienced quarterback coming back for the Lions like Chayton Tomlin. Tomlin last year, 40 touchdown passes, 13 interceptions, completed 54% of his passes for just over 3,000 yards. He's got receivers out wide on both sides, and the running back is Colby Newman. And the handoff goes to Newman. Newman around the right end, across the 50 to the 45 in Capital Territory, and he's run out of bounds at the 44-yard line. Gain of 11 and a first down on the freshman's first run of his career. And they're going to go quick right off the bat. Newman, a freshman, 5'10", 185, out of Nixon, Texas. Tomlin out of the pistol with receivers out wide on both sides. Ball on the far hash mark. Hand off to Newman again right up the middle. Across the 45 down to the 40 yard line. Gain of four. And Newman bang bang has got 15 yards on two carries and it's second down six. And like you said Davis the Lions are going to go quickly. No I'm excited for this. Lots of Lots of points. Lots of points right? Should be this year. Chase Pankey comes out wide to the left-hand side. Now moving a motion to the near side is Glines. Roberts in the slot. Hand off to Newman again off the right side. He breaks into the clear to the 30. 25, 20, 15, 10. Five touchdown. Newman just busted it from 40 yards out. And the Lions have taken an early 6-0 lead. Outstanding. And I'll tell you what, Dave. I mean, you've seen Chayton play for long enough. If we have a short passing game or a running game this year that's a little bit stronger than last year, he's just going to be more deadly when he drops back to throw the football. Well, you know Capital had to come into this game expecting that the Lions were going to throw the ball and throw the ball, and they run it three straight times with a freshman, Kobe Newman, and they've got the first score of the year. I love it. Jerry Porter in to attempt the extra point. And the holder is Nick Murphy. It's a bad snap. Murphy's going to keep it around the right end, and he's going to be run out of bounds at the five-yard line, so the extra point is no good. 11.38 left to go in this first quarter, and the Lions hit the scoreboard for the first time this season. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 6, and Capital nothing. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. So the Lions strike first here at home. From Schuler Field, they lead at 6-0 on the 40-yard touchdown scamper by the freshman from Texas, 
that freshman running back. They've been talking a lot about him all season, all offseason long, Colby Newman. He's going to rotate in and out with Justin Tunstall, another sophomore out of Fishers, Indiana. Porter's going to kick it off now as he's got it lined up. Two men back set to return for capital. And it will be taken in by one of the back men, Antoine Ship. Ship's going to bring it up the right side and the near side across the 15 to the 20. And he'll be dropped at the 21-yard line. So that is where capital will start out. First and 10 down on the scoreboard early in this ballgame. Six to nothing with 11.32 left to go in in the first quarter. And you'd love to see him get a second straight stop here. Six plays. Get off the field. Try to give you the defense of the Lions here after this play. Weebler brings his offense out onto the field. He's got Kitchen out wide to the right. David Barnett, wide left, trips out to the left-hand side. Ball in the near hash mark. Moving in motion to the near side is Corey Heater. And the handoff will go right up the middle to the H-back, Clint Kitchen. And Kitchen is going to take it across the 25, and he'll be dropped at about the 29-yard line. Check it, that was Evan Butler, the running back. Butler in the backfield now. He gained eight on the play, and it's second down and two. Capital goes with the sugar huddle. Weebler had a heck of a year last year in a one-and-nine campaign. He's out of the pistol. Fake handoff, pass, almost intercepted. It was knocked down at the line of scrimmage and almost picked off by the Lions' Corey Harden. Wow. Good penetration by the front four. Big guy got his mitts on and almost took it to the house. He was thinking about it. Weebler, a year ago, had an excellent season. He was an all-OAC candidate. And he leads the team up to the line of scrimmage. He's got Butler off to his right out of the pistol. Two receivers out wide on each side. Dropping back is Weebler. He's going to throw it out into the flat. And it is complete to Corey Heater. And Heater's going to be brought down at the 33-yard line after a nice tackle by Speakman. And and that'll give them a first down. First down out to the 33-yard line. Out to the 33-yard line. Weebler, the quarterback, out of the pistol. He's got trips out to the far side. Ball in the near hash mark. Handoff, fake handoff, throws over the middle, and it is complete to David Barnett. Barnett has it at the 40, and he'll be dropped right at the 42-yard line. They They definitely want to work that short game, Dave. Definitely want to work that short game. They're going right at the linebackers. Second down, a yard to go after a nine-yard pass completion. Weebler will send Barnett slot right. Trips coming out to the right-hand side now. They've got Heater in the slot. And Dar Stanford out wide to the right-hand side. Signal receiver out wide left. Now moving in motion is Heater. Dropping back Weebler. He's going to throw it to the left-hand side. And it is complete. And the receiver is run out of bounds. That being Wyan Pertusit. For two set, a 210-pound wide receiver from Richwood had, got the first down. And he was run out of bounds at the 49 in Mount St. Joseph territory. 9.50 and running left to go in the first quarter. It is 6-0. Mount St. Joseph on top of it. Weebler with trips out to the near side. 
Capital going from left to right across your computer screen. He drops back, fake handoff, throw out to the right-hand side, and off the intended receiver's hands. Wyatt Pertusset just could not get it to him, and now we've got, it looks like a flag down in the backfield. And let's see, the officials are going to confer, and they've decided nothing is going on, so they put the ball back down and signal the clock back in play. Pertusek goes out wide to the left-hand side. Wide right is Stanford, and now the official's going to come in, and the back judge, and he's going to talk to the... Hopefully stop the clock after the incompletion. I think that might be what it is. Well, it should have been a stop clock. Now they're going to check and see if the time is correct. And they decide that it is, and the back judge... Oh, here we go. Yep, now they're going to reset the (laughs) clock. It's the first game. Believe me, I know. Oh, we're going to get it right. <laughs> we'll get it right. It just might take a couple tries. 9.30 left to go in this first quarter now. They've readjusted the clock to 9 minutes and 30 seconds. So Weebler on second down and 10 from the 49-yard line. Moves a man in motion to the near side. He'll drop back. Now pitch it out around the right-hand side. Oh, outstanding play. To Antoine Ship and Ship is dropped in the backfield right at the 50-yard line. And a flag is thrown way behind the line of scrimmage. A loss of a yard on the play. Julius Fisher made the tackle. And now wholesale substitutions coming in for the Lions. Let's see what they're... This game got underway about 45 minutes late due to a lightning delay. What went through Ohio, the Buckeye Stadium this afternoon... I think it took an abrupt right and came back down here. Looked like it. Holding is going to be called against Capital. And the Lions will go ahead and accept the penalty. So instead of a nice defensive play, it'll be, well, are they going to accept the penalty? The officials started marking it off, and now Ty Hopperton's going to come out and say, now wait a second, we've got third down, 12 yards to go. Let's play them. it. Yeah, let, let's decline the penalty and bring up third. Oh, now, now the stick guy's going. There yes, go. the Lions are going to decline the penalty. What were we just talking about, first game? Yeah. First game? Everybody's got the problems <laughs> in the first game. After today, there are no excuses. This is it. This third, is the one rain check. Ball at the 50-yard line, right at midfield, third and 11 for the Crusaders trips out to the far side. Weebler barking out the signals, looking over the defense. Lions showing blitz. Now they'll drop back. Weebler's going to drop back. He's going to cut it up the middle. Duck oh, it no. under. He's going to hit it at the 40 to the 35. To, and he's going to slide down at about the 32-yard line. And a flag is thrown by the back judge. I think they're going to get the Lions for a late hit. That was a big, big run of about 17 yards by Weebler in a first down for Capital. He went down and slid, just was, gave himself up. Was he pushed? It looked like he might have been pushed from behind, though. I think that might be what they're talking about. Well, the officials are discussing it. The Lions don't seem to be too upset about it. And now they're going to... Yeah, they're going to pick that one up. Nope, they're not going to give the, a foul on the play. So they talk themselves out of it, but Capital picks up a big first down. It's first and ten for them at the 32-yard line of the Lions. and running left to go in this first quarter of action of the season. 
Weebler with a single setback behind him. And a fake handoff going to Heater. Now he throws it up the left side, and it is incomplete. Trying to get the ball to Barnett, but a nice defensive play for the Lions. Troy Speakman, boy, he was out there and had coverage on that second to none. One-on-one right with him the whole way. This would be a great place for us to stiffen up right here, maybe force a short punt, get the ball back on offense still with the scoreless game for the for the other side, right, for Capital. Second down, 10 yards to go. Weebler. Has a new running back in. That's Evan Butler. Butler moves over to the left-hand side out of the pistol. They've got a wing back. That's Heater in motion. Moves to the far side. Dropping back is Weebler. He's going to throw it on the bubble screen to Barnett. And Barnett's going to be hit at the 31. Struggle forward to the 30. Gain of about two yards on the carry. And that will be it. And it brings up third down and call it a long seven yards to go for Capital. 8.20 left to go in this first quarter of action. 6-0 Lions on top of it. Boy, after the lightning delay, the weather has really cleared up. It is a gorgeous night here tonight. Weebler on third and seven. Butler to the left of him. Trips to the right. Weebler gets the snap. Drops back. Heavy rush. He's going to throw it over the middle, and it's incomplete. Tavon Robertson had the coverage along with Gavin Edmondson. And it brings up fourth down, and what will Capitals third-year coach Chad Rogoszewski decide to do here? Will they go for the field goal or decide to go for it on fourth down? The players are looking over to the sideline. 19 seconds left on the play clock. And they're going to go for it. Third down seven, play clock at 10. Weebler... Looking over the defense, he's got receivers all up in the line of scrimmage. He drops straight back out of the empty backfield. Looks down the middle, throws it up the right side. He's got Barnett at the two, at the one. He's in for the score. Boy, there was a defensive back breakdown there for somehow by the Lions, and Barnett was open at the two. Weebler found him and ties this game up at six. Yeah, nice little flag route. Got right in between the cornerback and the safety. 7.48 left to go in the first quarter. We're tied up at 6. And coming in to attempt the extra point for Capital will be Blake Middleton. Middleton, a sophomore, 6-foot, 180-pounder out of Miamisburg. The holder is Connor McLeod. Well, it says it's Connor McLeod, but it's actually Jake Elsaid. Middleton puts it up, and it is good. 7.48 left to go in the first quarter. Your score now. Capital leads it 7-6. to six. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. 
The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. 7.48 left to go in this first quarter of action. Capital takes their first lead of the ball game, 7-6. Panky and Speakman back set to return, and Middleton's going to kick it off short. It'll hit at the 22 and bounce out of bounds, and it'll be a penalty against Capital. So again, Mount St. Joseph is going to get good field position. Last time, they got it at about the 40-yard line, and it was the Newman show. Now, the Lions are going to get it at the 35-yard line, and that's where they'll take it, first and 10, heading right to left across your computer screen. Yeah, outstanding field position again. I'm a little upset, though. I wanted them to kick that to Panky. I wanted to see him run for a little bit. I wanted to see how fast this guy really is. I saw him down at Thomas Moore. That was an interesting afternoon. Tatum pitches it out to Newman, and Newman cuts it around the left-hand side. He's going to take it out to the 40-yard line. Getting a steady diet of Colby Newman, the freshman out of Texas. He picks up five, and it's second down five yards to go with the nose of the football right at the 40. 7.20 left to go in this first quarter. Roberts out wide to the right-hand side. Coming out wide left is Glines, Panky in the slot. Newman out of the pistol for Tatum. Tatum barking out the signs at the line of scrimmage. Still plenty of time on the play clock. Gets the snap. He throws it out to the right side. Complete on the play to Grayson Roberts. And Roberts takes it across midfield. Takes it into capital territory down at the 49-yard line. Nice catch. Nice throw. Especially Roberts had to look right back into the sun to catch that ball. Yeah. Great catch. Great, great job making one guy miss. And you know, it's only a matter of time with the short pass game and the runs. Those safeties will start creeping up and Chayden O'Hare one out. First and ten for the Lions at the Capitol 49-yard line. Newman puts, or excuse me, Tatum puts Newman in, mo- in motion. Now hands it off to Newman. Newman across the 45 to the 40, down to the 35-yard line. That's a 15-yard gain for Newman. Boy, the offensive line is doing a great job of opening up holes. First and ten for the Lions at the Capitol 35, make it the 34-yard line. Now an empty backfield out of the shotgun. Tatum looking things over as they go with a hurry up. He drops back, looks over the middle, steps up into the pocket. Now cuts to the right side. He's going to tuck it under and he's going to be hit right about at the line. Struggles forward and maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage. He did a good job of staying alive in the pocket. Brings up second down, 10 yards to go. They're going to spot him right at the 34. Now Newman comes back into the ballgame. One play was enough. Here we go again. Second down, 10. Chain's fun to watch. I wouldn't necessarily call him a mobile quarterback, but he's definitely athletic. He creates so much extra time for himself in the pocket when there's pressure. 5.45 remaining in this first quarter. 7-6, to six, capital movement on the line, and now the officials are going to blow their whistle and Somebody jumped. It'll be a legal procedure against the Lions. Looked like the right tackle, Kavanaugh McCarthy, jumped a little soon, too soon out of Westchester. He got the start at right tackle, Brad Murphy, back at right guard, number 58. Cole Tepe is the center this year. Alfred Allen, 
the left guard, and Jake Kaiser is the left tackle out of Columbus. Tomlin with Newman to his left. He's going to fake hand off to Newman, drop back. He's going to throw it over the middle to Roberts. Complete at the 15. He went up in the middle of double coverage and brought the ball down. Nice catch by Roberts. And it's first and 10 for the Lions. They're going to spot him. They're going to say he's down now at the 13-yard line as he fell forward. Bringing in the big tight end here. Let's see if they find him in the red zone. So the ball resting at the 13 on first and 10, 5-10 remaining in the first. Tomlin takes a high snap, drops straight back, looks into the end zone, flips it into the end zone, and oh. it is incomplete just past a diving A.J. Glines. Well, he was there. <laughs> Had space. We've got the Mount St. Joseph coaches to the left of us, and they just pounded their heads against the table on that <laughs> one. They saw Glines wide open. Those are the defensive guys. They wanted that one. <laughs> Glines is going to go out slot right now. Roberts is wide right. So you got your two best receivers, statistically from a year ago, out on the right-hand side. Newman to the left of Tomlin out of the pistol. On second down and 10 at the 13. Tomlin drops back, looks over the middle. He's got a receiver. It is complete. That's Glines at the 3. He's close to a first down, and they're knocking at the door again for a score. Big, big play. First down, they're going to give him the first down. First and goal for the Lions at the Capitol 3 with 4.40 remaining. 7-6 to six Capitol on top of it, and the Lions looking to take their second lead of the day. Newman stays in at the running back position. you got to think this is going to them first play, right? Got to be going to Newman. Jermaine Drake in, and the hand, a fake handoff to Newman throws it into the end zone, incomplete to Grayson Roberts. Tatum Tomlin threw it just a little bit behind Roberts, or he may have had the score. Brings up second down and goal from the three. I bet you if you asked Roberts, he should have had that one. I bet you he'd tell you the same thing. Knowing Grayson, yep. Grayson goes out wide to the right. Wide left is Panky. You've got Newman to the left of Tomlin. Ball center of the field. Tomlin looking things over. Play clock. Down to 10. High snap. Hand off to Newman. Right up the middle. Struggles forward. And he's in for the score. No, they're going to say he's down just shy of the goal line. He's inside the one, but still shy of the goal line. After a gain of about two and a half, and it brings up third and goal. I think he was about as close to scoring as you could get. Not much more to go. Here we go. Newman to the left of Tomlin. 3.55 and running left to go in the first quarter. Lions down by a point. Hand off to Newman up the middle. He's into the score. There it is. Newman is second touchdown of the afternoon, and the Lions have now taken a 12-7 lead. Well, you watch Chayton come off the field. He almost looks lost. He's not used to having this run game. He's happy, man. Look at him. Boy, I'll (laughs) I'll tell you one thing. I talked with Hop yesterday, and he said, you watch out for this Newman kid. He's going to be something special. I think he's right. So far, so good. Porter, for the extra point, puts it up, and it is wide left, no good. 3.47 left to go in the first quarter. The Lions holding on to a five-point lead. They're up 12-7. to At Jake's Wind Chevrolet, our deals are hot, hot, hot. Find new roads with Equinox and save over $5,000. With our zero-deductible lifetime mechanical protection, we're leading the way. At At Jake's Wind Chevrolet. Chevrolet.
Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Davis, good start for Mount St. Joseph, but now they've got to tighten up the defense a little bit. Got to tighten up the defense, and you got to make the extra points. Knowing Joey, though, or Jerry, excuse me, I'm sure that he's got those down. It's just a matter of time with him. As Blake Watson said on the first pregame show that we had, <laughs> of many, that there were, he's been inconsistent, but boy, if he could ever get himself a kicking coach, he would have one outstanding career. Absolutely. 3.47 left to go in this first quarter. 12-7, Lions on top of it. Porter's going to kick it off, and it's offside against the Lions. They jump the kick. It'll be taken in by Capital in the end zone, grabbed by Dylan Schoonover out of Grove City. But it'll all go for naught because the Lions were offside. So they'll come back, and now let's see what Capital decides to do. They could either take it at the 20 or have them re-kick it. I think they're going to re-kick it. Next week, the Lions travel to Moorhead to take on Moorhead State. We'll be on the air with the pregame show. It's 5.30 next week. Keep that in mind, 5.30, and the kickoff will be at 6 next week here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And they are going to put the ball down at the 30, and Capital decides they're going to take it right there. going to be the dead ball spot that's one of the new rules in college football this year so capital will get the ball at the 30 first and 10 going left to right they're in their road white uniforms today with purple numerals and white helmets mount st joseph in their dark blue jerseys with night white numerals white pants and white helmets here today with of course the lion emblazed across their helmet weebler in the backfield, he's got Ship in the backfield with him. And the handoff goes right up the middle, and Ooh, that nice is hit. going to be taken. I beg your pardon, that's Evan Butler making his way across the line of scrimmage out to the 30 for no gain on the play. Nice hit by the Lions' Corey Harden to stop him right at the line, second down and 10. Trips to the near side. Weebler barks out the signals. With Butler right behind him. Fake handoff. Throws it out into the flat and it is complete to Barnett. Barnett gets it up to the 35-yard line. Gain of five and it brings up third and five for the Crusaders. Another chance to get him off the field in three plays. Let's see if we can step up here. Clock running again. Under three minutes to go in this first quarter. Lions lead it 12-7. to These two teams have met only twice. This is the second time. Lions lead the all-time series 1-0. Weebler with his running back Butler to the right out of the pistol. Drops back, flag down, thrown by the side judge before the snap was ever made. So it'll be movement, I believe, against Capital. And that's what it'll be, offsides against Capital. 
They're going to call it against one of the wide receivers, Dar Stanford. Evidently, he lined up offsides. 2.35, clock stops on the penalty. Now leaving the contest is Butler, and checking in is Connor McLeod. And every time I see that Connor McLeod's name, I think of Highlander. <laughs> Simon last year, too, thought the same thing. Weebler drops back, looks up the middle, breaks it, evades a tackle, throws it out into the flat, and it is complete to Dar Stanford on the near side at the 45-yard line. He's got enough after a 13-yard gain for a first down, and Capital continues to move. Nah, that's a tough one right there. You almost get the quarterback, then he fits it right in between coverage. That's a tough break right there for the Lions. He is a good quarterback. He had an excellent year a year ago, had a big game against the Lions a year ago. Yeah, I've been very impressed with Weebler. Trips out to the left-hand side. Weebler barking out the signals. He's got Butler right behind him at the running back position. Fake handoff. They're going to throw the fade, and it is incomplete. Good defense by the Lions out there on the left corner spot, Tyler Hanna. Hanna just went mano a mano against Dar Stanford and knocked the football away. Hanna brings up second down and ten. Butler lines up behind Weebler. They all look over to the offensive coordinator to get the play and then go up to the line of scrimmage. Stanford is out wide right. Barnett wide left. Butler to the left of Weebler. Moving in motion is Heater. Dropping back Weebler. Couple of steps. Throws it over the middle. Complete to Barnett. And he is dropped right at the 44-yard line of Mount St. Joseph. Gain of 11 and a first down. Boy, what a nice catch and throw. Weebler again, right in stride. Ship back into the ball game at running back, taking the place of Butler. Barnett's going to come out wide to the right-hand side. To the left-hand side is Pertusit. They've got two running backs now, each flanking the quarterback, Weebler. Weebler takes the snap. Fake handoff. He's going to keep it right up the middle to the 40. He's going to slide down at about the 30s, make it the 36-yard line after a gain of six on the carry. And it'll bring up third down and about three yards to go. Or is it second down? I guess it's second down and three yards to go. They need to get to the Lions 34 for a first down. Barnett sends Pertusit out wider left. Weebler has got Ship right behind him as they're showing a different formation. This time they've got a wing back. Fake handoff. Weebler drops straight back. Looks over the middle. Now the protection breaks down. Rolls out to his right. He's going to throw it deep into the end zone. And it is complete to Pertusit for the score. He broke away from the DB back there. Noah Abel, the safety. And he got the pass from Weebler, and it is now 13-12. Capital on top of it with 36.7 seconds left to go in the quarter. I just mentioned how Chayton Tomlin does a great job of creating room and space in the pocket, and then Weebler does the exact same thing to a tee and finds a wide-open guy in the end zone. What a play. What a play by Weebler. So that gives Capital another one-point lead in the ballgame, and coming in to attempt the extra point again will be Blake Middleton. Middleton, and the kick is up, and it is good. 37.6 seconds to go in the quarter. Your score now is Capital 14, 
and Mount St. Joseph 12. A ways back, Buddy LaRosa had a problem. He couldn't find tomatoes sweet enough for his family recipe pizza sauce. No tomatoes, no sauce. No sauce? Are you kidding? So, Buddy trekked to California and tasted tomatoes until he struck red gold. Bingo! Dad really went the extra mile to save our sauce. Try 3,000. A lot's changed, but going to great lengths for our 40 menu items, that never will. Good is never good enough. That's what makes us La Rosa's. Order La Rosa's Pizza now at 347-1111. Well, back here at Schuler Field as we've got 36.7 seconds left to go in the first period. And Capital, with their second score of the afternoon, they lead it 14-12 now over the Lions. Neither defense has really been stellar consistently in this game, Davis. No, absolutely not. And I think we might be in for a very high-scoring game. We might get into the 50s, both sides. Panky. And Troy Speakman back set to return this kickoff. And let's see what Middleton decides to do. Last time he just pooch kicked it up the field. And this time he's going to hit a line drive. It's going to be taken in by Speakman right at the 10. Speakman cuts to the center of the field. To the 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Breaks to the left side. He's got a lane. He's at the 45, 40. He breaks a tackle. Brought it down at the 34-yard line. A 56-yard return. For Troy wow. Speakman. The kicker ended up getting him at the end. What a return. Boy, oh boy. He just is electrifying when he grabs those kickoffs. And he takes it down to the Capitol 34-yard line. We're not going to see Middleton kick it off that deep anymore today. And he's not going to be. He can't kick it to the other side. We got Panky over there. Pick so, the poison. Tomlin with Newman right beside him to the left. Panky comes out wide to the left. Blinds is slot right. Roberts is wide right. Tomlin, ball in the near hash mark. With 22.8 seconds to go in the first quarter. Lions down by 2, 14 to 12. Tomlin drops straight back. Cuts into the pocket. Now runs out to the right. He's going to throw it out to the right side. Complete to Roberts. Inside the 20 and down at the 18-yard line. Boy, Tomlin just maneuvers himself around that pocket so well. And he picked up just enough time for Roberts to break off his route, come back and pick up the long reception. First and ten for the Lions, nine seconds to go in the quarter. Tomlin looks at the play clock, now looks at the game clock, and I think he's just going to let the first quarter run out, and he will. So that's the end of the first quarter of play in the first game of the year from Schuler Field. And your score at the end of one, it is now capital 14, the Mount St. Joseph Lions 12. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site? 
Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. Dave Mitchell, David Schaefer back here at Schuler Field. Bringing you game one of the 2018 football season for the Lions. And quite an exciting first quarter, Davis. Definitely exciting. Down inside the red zone again. What, we might be headed for our fourth lead change already? Could be. Newman now as the Lions are going from left to right across your computer screen. They are down to the 18-yard line of Capitol. Robertson motion. Pitch out comes out to Newman. Newman is going to run it inside the 20 and be run out of bounds at about the 18-yard line, right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. And it brings up second down and 10. Clock stops. Now it continues to run after the out-of-bounds play. The clock restarts again. And coming to the line of scrimmage is Chayton Tomlin. Tomlin looks up the left-hand side. He's got lines in the open in the end zone. Touchdown! Great throw by Chayton. Great throw. There was not much separation between Glines and the DB, but Tomlin just laid it right in there for the score. And the Lions now lead it 18-14. We're going to go for two here, I think. I think you almost have to, the, the way the extra points have been going here today. Tomlin, before that, was 5 of 7 for 74 yards. Now he's 6 for 8 for about 99 14-23 left to go in the first half. 18-14, Lions on top. They're going to go for two. Newman, as the ball is placed at the three. Tomlin drops back, looks into the end zone, fires it into the end zone. The Lions, incomplete. Just could not get it to him in time. Lions almost made a spectacular catch. Well, let's keep it right here. Tomlin has led this team to three consecutive scores. They now lead it 18-14, but... At some point in time, the Lions are going to have to start kicking the extra points through or it's going to come back to haunt them. We're going to have to start kicking the extra points. We're going to have to get a stop on defense. I will tell you what, though. I know we spoke earlier about Chayton and just the statistics coming back from a great year last year. The only one for me that was kind of concerning would be 54% on the completion percentage. But I'll tell you what, if we run the football like we have in the first quarter, that's going to go up this year because they're not going to be able to sit seven, eight guys back in coverage on him this year. It's just not going to be able to happen. Tomlin now 6 for 8, but Thomas Weebler, who's going to get the football back after this kickoff by Porter, is 10 for 15 in the passing department, and he's got 121 yards. He has been as equally impressive as Tomlin has been here today. Porter's going to kick it off. Butler back set to return. And Porter gets a high end-over-end kick that will be taken in at about the goal line by Schoonover. Cuts it to the 10, to the 15, right up the middle to the 20, 25, and he takes it out to the 27-yard line where he's dropped down at about the 28 on the play. Brought down by Julius Fisher. So it's first and 10 for Capital with 14-14 left to go in the first half. And Capital has the ball at their own. Well, they're going to put him right at the 34-yard line. Return, 
18-14. Lions on top of it. Butler back into the ball game. He lines up to the left-hand side of Weebler. Weebler sends Pertusik out wide to the left. He's got Barnett wide right. They set up in that wing formation with the wing on the right-hand side, and now Weebler wants to use a timeout, so we will also. 14-14 left to go in the first half. Your score, it's now Mount St. Joseph 18 and Capital 14. Need dinner quick for you and the kids? Hit Facebook right now and order from FNN Good Chicken Tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road. Feed the kids, the family, order a combo for yourself, eat garden style, or feed the peeps. Let the guys at FNN Good Chicken Tenders cater your next get-together, and everyone will thank you. Hand-breaded chicken tenders, homemade sauces, and coleslaw to die for. It's all at FNN Good Chicken Tenders, located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order now at 451-3000. FNN Good Chicken Tenders. Real chicken, real fast, real good. Well, I want to correct something that I said earlier. Chayton Tomlin is actually 7 for 9 in the passing department for 92 yards and a touchdown. Meanwhile, Weebler is 10 for 15 for 121 yards and two touchdowns. Weebler, after that timeout, he's got the running back to the left of him out of the pistol. And a fake handoff. Weebler's going to drop back. He looks over the middle. Plenty of time. Now cuts it up the middle across the 30, 35. Slides to the stop at the 37-yard line. Boy, he can really get out of the pocket and run. He gains eight on the play. It brings up second and two. Yeah, it's tough to do. The middle of our defense has been wide open for him the last couple of possessions. You Barnett. wonder if they might think about putting a quarterback spy on. Barnett is slot right. Corey Heater lined up right to his right-hand side at the flanker position. Pertusek out wide left. Now Heater's going to move in motion to the near side. And he'll line up at the wing. Snap goes to Weebler. Fake handoff. Throws it up the right-hand side. And it is incomplete. And that time they will get Tyler Hanna for pass interference. A lot of the fans don't like it. But Tyler never really looked back for the ball. No, never looked back for it. And the receiver tried to come back for it. And he wouldn't let him. So that will be... Pass interference against Tyler Hanna. And that'll bring an automatic first down for Capital. And they will mark off a 15-yard penalty and give them an automatic first down. It will put Capital first and 10 inside the Lion territory at the 48-yard line. 13-24 remaining to go in this first half. And it is 18-14, Lions on top of it. Now Weebler with Ship in the backfield. Has Pertusik out wide to the left-hand side. And he brings Justin Scott in motion. Pitch out goes to Ship around the right-hand side. He's going to be tripped up at the 45 and dropped right there after a three-yard game. Second and seven. Corey Harden with a nice tackle to go from his left defensive tackle spot to get that stop. Brings up second down. They're going to call it a long seven. Short eight. 13 minutes left to go in this first half. At halftime, we'll talk with Steve Radcliffe, the AD here at Mount St. Joseph University. Second down, seven yards to go. Weebler looks over the defense, drops straight back, throws it over the middle, and incomplete. 
had his receiver, Dar Stafford. It was right in his belly button, but he couldn't corral it. Ball fell to the turf, and it brings up third down, and call it seven yards to go. Weebler now has thrown his last two passes incomplete, 10 for 16. Stafford out wide to the right-hand side, Pertusik wide left. Weebler barks out the signals, drops back, looks over the middle, can't find anyone. He's got a heavy rush, and he's going to be sacked. Finally got to him. All the way back to the 50-yard line, and it's Julius Fisher and also Corey Harden. Corey Harden is everywhere right now. He's all over the place. He's in the backfield. He's making he's making tackles 20 yards away from the middle of the field from a defensive tackle spot. Harden, 6'3", 270 pounds, out of Louisville, Ballard High School. And he has come ready to play here this afternoon. Dropping back, set to return this punt is Troy Speakman. He's the single setback. And in to punt the football away is Pertusit. Pertusit doubles as a wide receiver. He gets good snap. Pertusit will get it away. It's a high knuckleball that Speakman is going to fair catch and take in at the 15-yard line. 11.48 left to go in this first half of action. It's 18-14. Mount St. Joseph will be right back. The college football season continues Saturday night. The Mount St. Joseph Lions hit the road for the first time this season, and it's not an easy one. The Lions are at Division I Moorhead State in Kentucky. This game will be a test for the experienced Lions as they head into the Heartland Conference play the following week. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Blake Watson and I with the action from Moorhead Saturday night, beginning with Lions Rewind at 5, the pregame show at 5.30, and the kickoff at 6. Mount St. Joseph plays at Moorhead State Saturday night at 5 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Tomlin gets the snap from center, pitches it out to Newman, actually flips it out to Newman on the left-hand side. Be a late hit. Yep. And it will be. There comes the flag. Newman caught the pass, was run out of bounds right at the 15-yard line and was hit, oh, a good three or four yards out of bounds. So the personal foul will go against Capital. So far in the ball game, the Lions have had three penalties for 25 yards. And Capital had one penalty for 18 yards. 18-14, Lions on top of it with 11.42 left to go, and they're trying to expand their lead. Tomlin has got Newman in the backfield just to the left of him. Tight formation now for the Lions. They've got four receivers in, but they're all inside the hash mark. Ball on the far hash mark. Tomlin audibling at the line of scrimmage on first and ten. Drops back, looks over the middle. He's going to throw the ball oh, deep. deep. He has got Pinky at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Pinky. There was the speed. I've been waiting for it. I love it. That was awesome. What a score there for the Lions. And a long touchdown pass from Tomlin to Panky. And with 11.15 left to go in the first half, it's now 24-14, Mount St. Joseph. Those two look like they've done that a couple times. Boy, he laid it right out there, and Panky went up, got it, took it in for the score. 
Porter will come in to attempt the extra point. High snap, they get it down, the kick is up, and the kick there we is go. good. I love it. 11-15 left to go in this first half. Your score now, Mount St. Joseph 25, Capital 14. The Jake Swinney Summer of Jeep Deals are hot, hot, hot. Like new Jeep Wrangler JKs. Save up to $4,000. Four grand, including lifetime mechanical protection. Where? Jake Sweeney Jeep, Tri-County. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. That was a 67-yard touchdown pass from Chayton Tomlin to Pankey. And the Lions now lead it by 11-25-14. Porter will tee it up and kick it off. It is a high end-over-end kick that will be taken in by Burnett. He's going to take it in at the 15, cut it to the 20, spins away from a couple of tacklers, still alive across the 30, cuts it to the middle of the field, to the 35, to the 40, and he's finally going to be brought down at the 41-yard line. That was Antoine Ship, excuse me, Ship, carrying the football and taking it across out to the 41-yard line. A 11.02 left to go in this first half. It's 25-14. Lions on top of it by 11, and Weebler. And we got a flag. I don't know what that could be. Maybe an illegal substitution? Ah, now we'll look things over. With 11.02 left to go, and the officials are still talking things over. And... Evidently an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, and I believe they called it against Tavon Robertson. Yeah, I think I think they were upset that he wouldn't walk away and let the... Uh, I think Tavon thought he was being held, and the official wasn't having it, clearly. <laughs> well, that, that's one of the things that they'll have to clear up. They don't want something like that to continue on through the rest of the season. So that they're going to have to adjust the sticks, too. Now they've got a problem with one of the links on the yard marker down on the far side. Those pesky chain links. Every once in a while, they just get locked up, and you can't do anything with them. I'll tell you what, it's only one chain, but we got about five or six guys over there working on untangling it. Well, we're at a school of higher learning. You would think somebody <laughs> would know how to put to- fix a chain link. They got it now. There we go. There we go. Five guys. Five guys. So it's going to take it to the 45-yard line. First and 10 for the Crusaders. Down by 11 on the scoreboard with 11.02 left to go in the first half. At halftime, Steve Radcliffe will be our guest. So Weebler in the backfield out of the pistol formation. Receivers out wide on both sides. Weebler, high snap. Gets the handoff to Heater. Heater's going to take it right up the middle. He's the H-back. And he takes it 
down to about the 42-yard line. They'll give him a gain of three on the play, maybe two. They're going to say more than more like two. So it'll be at the 43-yard line, second and eight. Been a very entertaining game. Defenses have shown spurts of dominating, but right now the offenses have really been in control. Second down eight from the Lion 43-yard line. Weebler is going to hand it off to Heater off the left side. He'll take it down to the 40-yard line. Gain of two. Brings up third down, five yards to go. And it'll be a long five. Clock running, 10-14 left to go. Boy, the offense right now over here on the near side sitting on the benches, they're a happy bunch. And why shouldn't they be? They've put up 25 points here in the first half, and they're looking like a machine right now. Weebler has got Butler to the left-hand side of him, moves Heater in motion from his wing position from the left to the right. Now dropping back is Weebler. Heavy rush. He's going to throw it over the middle, and it is incomplete. Nice job on the play from the defensive backside. Tyler Hanna came in and just knocked that pass away. Great job by Hanna. Brings up fourth down, six yards to go, and it will be punting time for Capital. Pertuse that in. Great breaking speed there. Perfect jump on the football, perfect timing. Use the outside hand and everything. That was textbook. Barnett was right there, but, boy, Hannah, with the closing speed, knocked the pass away. Speakman back at about his own 10-yard line to corral in this punt from Pertuzic, who's going to punt it away from his own 40. Good snap. Pertuzic grabs it, takes an extra step, and then gets a high knuckleball kick that Speakman's going to run away from. It's going to take a lion bounce at the 10 and bounce back to the 14-yard line, and that's where the Lions will start first and 10 with 9.30 left to go in this first half of action. Well, we all saw what Ohio State did this afternoon as they totally dominated Oregon State 77-31. to A couple of scores right now with 4.13 left to go in the ballgame. West Virginia is leading Tennessee 33-14. to Akron will play at Nebraska tonight. Talk about putting a lamb to the slaughter. Marshall is over <laughs> Miami of Ohio 20-7. And Cal is leading North Carolina 24-17. Tomlin throws it out into the flat to Newman. Newman complete to the 15 to the 20. Cuts it upfield on the near side to the 25. And finally tackled and run out of bounds at about the 30-yard line. And great blocking downfield. I didn't catch the number, but whoever the receiver on the near side was had his man about 20 yards downfield leading the way. Boy, Newman can not only run the football, but he's got great hands, can catch the football, and he's shown it all this afternoon. If he continues like this, this Lions offense is going to be nearly unstoppable. Tomlin. Good snap. Drops straight back. Looks to his left. He's going to throw the ball over the middle. He's got a receiver. That is complete. He's the receiver. that has got the ball is Nick Murphy. Murphy across the 30 to the 27-yard line. Well, I said a little bit earlier, I said we might see 50 from both sides, but we're already halfway there, and we're not even halfway through the second quarter. Murphy from Dawsonville, Georgia, a sophomore, 5'10", 160 pounds. His first catch of the year, number five. 25-14, Lions down to the 28-yard line of Capital, first and 10. Now into the ball game. 
at the running back position is Jaron Tunstall. But Tatum's oh, going for gonna it. throw. Tomlin throws into the end zone. Has he got a receiver? Yes! Touchdown! What a throw! Jaden Tomlin, what a throw! Great throw and a great catch by Cooper Earls. Earls went into the end zone for 28 yards out into a sliding catch. And the touchdown makes it now 31-14, Mount St. Joseph. Nice catch by Earls from Blue Ridge, Georgia. Again, that pipeline to Georgia proving to be worthy up here to the mount. Porter is going to attempt the extra point with 8.29 left to go. Murphy, the holder, kick is up by Porter, and it is no good wide right. 8.29 left to go in this first half of play. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 31 and Capital 14. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Davis, you brought up the completion percentage that Chayton Tomlin had a year ago, 54%. Well, tonight... He's 12 for 14 for 248 yards, three touchdowns. Outstanding. And like I said, I, I think a lot of that has to do with that freshman running back. He is just gashing the defense in between the tackles. And, and you know, that's forcing the linebackers and the safeties to move up a little bit. And Shaden is taking full advantage. Ship back set to return for capital as Porter will kick it off. 8.29 left to go in the first half of action. Porter approaches the football, kicks it off. It's a high end over end that Ship is going to take in. Addy's 11. Cuts it to the 15, right up the middle to the 20, 25. Bounces off a couple of tacklers, cuts to his left, and then is brought down at the 27-yard line. Good pursuit. Great job by the Lions as they kept contained, and there was no place Ship could go after he busted away from a couple of tackles. Ball at the 27-yard line. First and 10 for the Crusaders. Not that this game is out of hand by any stretch of the imagination, but you'd have to think in a little bit closer game, these field goal mistakes, these extra points, these are going to come back to hurt. Yeah, maybe not in this game, but down the road they will. Absolutely. Moving in motion is Heater from the one side to the near side, handoff right up the middle to Antoine Ship, and Ship takes it up to the 30-yard line, maybe the 31 where they'll spot him after a gain of three flag hanging limp and at half staff tonight obviously in honor of Senator John McCain who passed away last week but there is no wind here whatsoever tonight after having about a 45 minute lightning delay it is just beautiful under the lights here tonight you gotta love the Cincinnati weather oh yeah (laughs) wait five minutes oh yeah ship moves to the right hand side he's Gets a fake handoff. Weebler drops back. Throws it out into the flat. Complete to Heater. Heater at the 35, and he's going to put his head forward. Bowl forward across the 40-yard line where he'll be run out of bounds by Tavon Robertson. That's a 12-yard completion. Takes it out to the 40-yard line. Capital with a first down. Seven and a half left to go in the first half. Heater's going to line up in the backfield now for Capital. To the left. 
of Weebler. Ball on the far hash mark. Trips out to the near side. Weebler fake handoff. Drops back. Good protection. Throws over the middle. And it is incomplete. And flags ah, come in everywhere. Him for the holding. Yeah, that time Robertson, or excuse me, Hannah, had a hold of the receiver. And Robertson came over, and I think he got him too. So it'll be pass interference against the Lions. And it's one of those plays that if you do... Yeah, they got it prior to the pass. That helps. That helps the Lions big time. Yep, automatic first down. So that'll move it from the 40, 15-yard penalty, or excuse me, 10-yard penalty. We'll move it out to the 50, and that's where the Capitol will have it. First and 10 at midfield. Next Friday night, Rob Rickenbaugh and I will be up at Huron and have the Roger Bacon Huron football game for you. 7 o'clock the kickoff. We'll be on the air with the pregame at 6.30. Weebler. Wing back left. That's Heater. Now he moves in motion to the far side. And now the umpire says some movement on the offensive line against Capital. And he blows the play dead. So it'll be a five-yard penalty against Capital. And they'll move back five yards to the 45 of Mount St. Joseph. And it's now first and 15. And the Lions have, have picked up a little bit on defense here. Uh, but I know you were talking earlier, Dave, about the big plays they were making last year. Might be time for a big play, maybe a turnover. First and 15 now for the Lions, for the Crusaders, excuse me. 7-10 left to go. Weebler with Heater to the left of him now off that wingback spot. Fake handoff to Heater. Weebler's going to cut it right up the middle. And there's a flag down in the backfield. Weebler struggles forward at, down to the 45-yard line of Mount St. Joseph. But I think there's going to be a flag called on a hold against Capital. That was in plain sight of the head referee. He, he had to see that. With 7.01 remaining to go, Blake Watson's going to step in here, the Sports Information Director at Mount St. Joseph. Glad to have you back. Glad to be back, Dave. Uh, <laughs> things get away from me a little bit sometimes, man. Stats were messed up at the beginning of the game. so They look like they're in good shape right now, at least in the Lions' favor, up 31-14. to 14. Your thoughts so far? Uh, Chase Pankey's really good. Chayton Tomlin's really good. Um, our offense is going to be really tough for anybody to stop all year. Long. I don't know that Newman kid. I, don't, I think he's got a lot of improvement to make. <laughs> yeah, he's first, first half of college football, a couple rushing touchdowns. Yeah, got about seventy yards. Weebler, ball on the far hash mark, moves Heater in motion to the far side. Now he drops straight back after the snap, rolls out right, throws it into the flat, incomplete. Tried to get it to Heater up that left hand side, but threw it short. Got another hold too, Dave. Lines up. Uh, first down. I back him up again. Let's go. The second down and call it about 25 yards to go. One thing about it, the Lions defensive line has not gotten to the quarterback much tonight, but they've got there enough that the offensive line has got to hold them to keep them out. Yeah, the one problem with the defensive line so far has been they haven't been, like, rush lane. They've kept their integrity of their rush lanes, which has allowed Weebler to, to kind of duck under and take on those 7, 8, 10-yard runs he's done up the middle. Um, they're going to have to find a way to stop that. That's going to be really important to stop going forward in this game. Well, let's see. I think they declined the penalty. They did. And it's going to bring up second down, 25 yards to go after the incompletion. Ball resting at the 35-yard line. Back in Capitals' own field. 
Weebler drops straight back. Now he's going to tuck it under and run it up the middle. He's going to be hit at the 35, spins forward to the 39-yard line, but a flag thrown by the side judge this time. I'm going to guess that's another hold. That's three straight plays that there have been penalties on. Um, not positive, but I'm going to guess it's another hold. I'll tell you one thing that's, that surprised me about the Lions off, or defense so far is they, you know, last year was a lot of the same stuff. You know what I mean? And it seems like they're a lot more uh, multiple this year. That play, they were three down with two backers that were jockeying back and forth, looking like a blitz. It, it's, it looks a little more creative. It was a hold against Capital, but the Lions will decline it, so it brings up third down and about 21 yards to go for a first down for Capital. Ball resting at the 39 in Capital's end of the field. Just tackle here. All you got to do, tackle. And the Lions are playing that deep zone with a four linebacker, just three men down at the line of scrimmage. Weebler's going to drop back after the snap. Got a good pocket. Now runs out of the pocket to the right. He's going to have to get rid of the football. He will, and he is smacked. He is brought down at the, at the line of scrimmage, but they are going to get the Lions for a personal foul. He, I think he did get him in the head. He might get ejected for targeting. Uh... That's, that's a tough, tough call because he's going down towards him. And it was a shoulder to the head. I don't know what they're going to call. That's that's a really big hit on the sideline on the quarterback. It really was. Let's see what they call. 30-43, Did they call targeting? Is that what it was, targeting? They sure did, but I don't know. That, that didn't say he was disqualified. No. The targeting was called... Number 43. Is that Tremont Red? Is that Tremont Red? Yeah. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. I apologize. Um, that's a tough call. The quarterback was in somebody's grasp, going down. I don't. I mean, I understand player safety. I get why they made the call, but I, I, yeah, I, I mean, don't know how the kid pulls off. Is what I'm saying. Webb had his arm up in the air. He was trying to block the pass down, and as you said, the quarterback Weebler was being tackled and fell forward and yeah he probably did get him in the head so that's going to be an automatic first down and after the 15 yard penalty it takes it into Mount St. Joseph territory at the 46 now it's first and 10 for the Crusaders Weebler has got heater to the left fake handoff throws it over the middle complete to Barnett Barnett is going to be brought down immediately at the 42 yard line and a nice tackle there by Gavin Edmondson. Yeah, Gavin read that really well. Um, he broke on the ball well. He got there a touch late. I thought he might have had a shot at a pick there. Um, from here, I could really tell where that, that route was breaking off, and it looked like Gavin had a beat on it. So only a three-yard gain, second down, seven yards to go. Ball resting at the 43-yard line of the Lions. Receivers out wide on both sides. Heater lined up at the wing on the left-hand side. Now moves in motion to the far side. Dropping back Weebler. He's going to pitch it out to Ship. Ship around the right side. He's going to be stacked up and brought down at the 42. Again, nice defensive pursuit by Alex Salatin, one of the defensive ends for the Lions. Uh, Julius Fisher made a really good play from the inside linebacker spot, too. Um, running that down and pushing it back inside to Salatin. So that was, that was a good team defensive play. Hey, what Salatin can really run. He's only about 230 pounds playing defensive end at this level. So he can get after it. He can fly. Third down, call it a long six yards to go. Heater in the backfield now. 
Fake handoff. Weebler drops back on third and six. Throws it over the middle. Complete to Barnett. Barnett's got the first down inside the 35. He's going to be dropped at the 32. Fumble on the play. Are they going to say he was down or was the ball loose? They blew it dead for forward progress. Again, a really bad call. Um, That was just not good. Well, they're going to spot him down at the 32. The Lions did come up with a fumble, but they'll say he was down. So the ball at the 31. First and 10 for Capital, 425 and running. Yeah, the far side line judge was coming in already before the ball popped loose. So, I mean, based on that, it's the right call. But he came in a little quick. Receivers out wide on both sides. Pertuzic with Heater moving in motion to the far side. Pertuzic is wide left, dropping back Weebler. Weebler is going to cut to his right under a heavy blitz. Rolls out to the right. He's going to tuck it under across the 30, 25, 20, and he's going to skip out of bounds before he is hit right at the 20-yard line. Gain of about 12 on the run, and it's another first down for Capital. Yeah, Weebler's not super athletic, but he's doing enough with his feet. To, to where the Lions are going to have to keep some uh, some eyes in the backfield on him, maybe spy him a little bit. Um, that, that rush integrity, man, they got to stay in their lanes when they get upfield. He's carried it eight times for 34 yards here tonight. He's also 13 for 23 for 143 yards passing. First and 10 from the 20. Weebler drops back out of an empty backfield, throws it over the middle, complete down to the 11-yard line. And the completion made to Dar Stafford. This is a good spot for the Lions. They need to... I, 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 I harken back to a lot of uh, the 2015 Bengals defense. And they weren't great, but they did a good job of forcing turnovers, and they didn't give up touchdowns. If the Lions can find a way to hold them to a field goal here, this is a big win when you have an offense like we have. Perdusik wide left. Barnett wide right. Two setbacks in the backfield with Weebler. Weebler, fake handoff, going to keep it up the middle. He's going to be hit at the 10 and fall forward to about the 9, a gain of 2. Looks like enough for a first down over there. Be first and goal, it will be. They've already moved the chains. First and goal for the Crusaders from the Lions' 9-yard line. Big shout-out to Professor Jeff Hillard over there on our chain gang. Big supporter of Mount Athletics. Love the guy. One of the best professors on our campus. Is he the one that was having trouble with the chain link over there? Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> and he, I mean, he volunteers his time at every football game for as long as I've been here. He's a great guy. Loves these kids. This drive by Capital is working on seven minutes. Heater to the left of Weebler. Now he puts Stafford in motion, and Stafford lines up at a flank. Weebler is going to throw it into the end zone, and it is incomplete in and out of the hands of Barnett. Good coverage there by Tyler Hanna. They try to go quick double move. Tyler didn't bite. I thought he got his head around early enough to maybe make a play on the ball, but Weebler threw where only his guy can make a play. 2.22 left to go in the first half of action. What are you down, 17 here, Dave, if it's... If you get to fourth down, is this two? Is this four down territory for oh, I think, Capital? Yeah, I think so. Or do you take the points? I think they've got to go for the touchdown. I they, agree. They need some momentum. Well, I mean, and they're doing they're playing their best defense right now, and that's running the football, keeping our offense on the sideline. So Butler to the left of Weebler. Weebler drops straight back, looks to his left. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. He's got no receivers there. He just threw the ball away, and it brings up fourth down. But there's a flag in the backfield. It's going to be holding against Capital. Now what do the Lions do? I would think they're going to knock them back 10 yards or 
Let it go. Third and nine or second and 19. I mean, I think I'd back them up. Well, if they do that, it'll take any thought of a field goal away from them. And they will accept the penalty. So that will knock Capital back to close to the 20-yard line, just outside the 19. 2.17 remaining to go in this first half. Moorhead State next week. Weebler has got heater to the left of him. Dual set receivers on both sides. Ball on the far hash mark. Weebler on second and goal. Pump fake. Now he's going to run the ball up the middle across the line of scrimmage. Going to be cut down at the 15. Dives forward to about the 13-yard line. So it's a plus five after you consider the the penalty. It would have been third and nine. Now it's third and 14, 15. Um, Third and goal from the 14-yard line. Yeah, so it's a win. Again, the Lions, though, they had a shot at Weebler, and they just got a little too far upfield. Whoever's playing the nose has got to find a way to anchor that line so he's got nowhere to go. Capitals got one timeout left, clock running at 144. Weebler looks over the line. Drops straight back, looks to his left. He's going to throw it out into the flat, and it is complete to Butler, and Butler is going to take it down inside the 10 near the 6-yard line. Offense looks like it's staying on the on the field. I think they're going to take their time here, and if they get it, great. And if they don't, hopefully the Lions can't go the length of the field in a minute. But our offense, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, we've got three timeouts left too. A minute thirteen left to go. If they don't get this, I don't. I, House not a big chance taking a chance guy. I wouldn't be shocked if we run it. And oh, there goes our first timeout. And the Lions will take the timeout. We'll keep it right here. Mount St. Joe takes the timeout. 102 remaining to go in this first half of action. Steve Radcliffe is going to join me at halftime and be our halftime interview. I already talked to him. <laughs> I, I was going to go ask him. I'm just nope. I'm nope. glad you did. <laughs> 31-14 Lions with the lead of 17. But this is a very, very big play right now, Blake, for this capital team. This, this, Absolutely. The Lions can go in up 17 with a stop here. They give up a touchdown here. They're only up 10, so it's a completely different football game now. Um, we have to see what the Lions dial up here on defense. I don't know if you go pressure. I, it's, it's tough. I, my biggest concern is Weebler on the scramble here. Um, whether that's throwing it or passing or running it, I, I keep him contained. Ball is at the seven-yard line on the near hash mark. Weebler comes away from the sideline with the play. It's an empty backfield. He's got two receivers out to the short side, trips to the far side. Fourth and goal from the seven with a minute two remaining. Weebler looking the defense over. He takes the snap, drops straight back, looks into the end zone. He's got a receiver knocked away. He had Barnett. And right there to cause the coverage was Tavon Robertson. Tavon Robertson's got to be careful, though. He he made a really good play. He chirped a little bit after the whistle, and he's already been penalized for that once today, so he he better watch out. Coach Hopp will not be thrilled if he gets another one of those. 58.3 seconds to go in the first half, and it's a 31-14 mount lead. The Lions have two timeouts left. Let's see what... Hop decides to do here. I could see a run on pl- on the first play. If they get a big gain, go. If they don't, then go into halftime with your with your happy with your 17 point lead. 
Newman is to the right of Tomlin. Ball on the near hash mark. Tomlin set back about his own two-yard line. Line of scrimmage is the seven. Tomlin looking over the defense. Play clock down to 12. Slaps his hands. There's your hand off to Newman. Newman off the left-hand side. Cuts it across the 10. He's got a seam to the 15-20. He's run out of bounds at about the 25-yard line. I believe somebody just said if you get a big gain on first down with the run, maybe go for it here, huh? Yeah. Huh? I'm a prophet tonight, Dave. And when you've got Panky that can really stretch the defense and then Robertson blinds underneath. Grayson Roberts was one of the top five receivers in the country for yards per catch last year. So he's no chump going deep either. No. And th- we haven't even talked about Paul Miner yet at tight end. He's a big stretch of field guy too. High snap, but bringing it down is Tomlin. He's going to throw it up the right side. He's got Roberts complete at the 42-yard line in capital territory. I ju- I, again, I'm a prophet, Dave. Grayson <laughs> Roberts with a 30-yard catch. And Caleb Carell, the Offensive coordinator immediately goes to the headlines when it calls a timeout with 44.9 left to go in the half. I tell you what, if there's a kid in the country that throws a prettier deep ball than Chayton Tomlin, I've never seen him. This kid is special throwing the ball down the field. He has been on target all night long here tonight. So he's, what, 13 of 15 for... About 100 and I, I wanted to refresh it. 13 of 15 for 283 yards and here what, tonight. And what, a trio of touchdowns? trio of touchdowns. This is... We talked about how this could be a quarterback battle, and that's what it's turned oh, out to be. Yeah, I mean, Weebler is definitely no slouch. He was one of the second-team all-conference in the best conference in America last year on a team that went 1-9. So yeah. the, you know the kid's a heck of a football player. So the Lions have the ball at the 40-yard line of Capitol. Well, the yard marker has got it about the 41. The officials have spotted the ball just shy of the 40. There's about a yard differential there. Now the chain crew is going to back up a yard. So the ball will be at the 40 with 44.9 to go. Tomlin with Newman to the left of him. Receivers out wide on both sides. Tomlin looking it over. Takes the snap. Drops straight back. He's going to throw it up the left side this time. He's got glides complete. No check that Panky touchdown. Chase Panky's really, really, really good. Panky with another touchdown reception, another touchdown pass for Tomlin, and it's 37-14 Lions. Dave, I'm going to say it again. Chase Panky is really, really, really good. Did you see when he turned on the Jets, the separation he put on the DB? There's not a DB in the country that can run with that kid. Maybe in the country, but not in the heartland. Um... This kid is going to have a special year, I think. As long as we stay healthy up front, these guys are going to be amazing. Porter, for the extra point, puts it up and through. 38-14 to 14 is your score. I'm telling you, Dave, I know I know Tyler Hopperton really well. He did not, when he went into that drive, he expected to bump it into the line to go into halftime with 17 seconds, or 17-point lead. But you got an offense like this, you just let him go. I love, and our offense coordinator, I love Caleb Coral. I've talked to him a couple times. Ask him how many points you want to score in a game. He just tells me more. <laughs> when, whatever I got, I want more. You know who's really diversified this offense, though, is Newman. Newman's oh, really done absolutely. a great job. I, I mean, tonight. we had a really good back last year. Nyquan Presswood was special. Yes. Um, and I don't think that they, I honestly don't think that our team thought Colby Newman would be able to deliver this, what he's delivered tonight, this early. What is he up to rushing the football? He's got seven carries tonight for 84 yards with a long of 40. 
Yeah, I mean, I talked to, I actually talked to the running back coach, uh, Charlie Mullins, before the game. He said, you know, we, we expect him to get 12 to 13 touches, and if he rushes for 80, 80 yards in any game this year, we're happy. Well, he did it in game one against a pretty good OAC team. Yep, he's got halfway there right now. Butler tees it up, kicks it off. It'll be taken in by Schoonover at the 5 to the 10, right up the middle. Cuts to the left-hand side and brought down immediately. Tried to cut it away, but was immediately brought down on the cut by Trevor Tomey. Yeah, that kid came in as a uh, running back, too, and he's actually starting to push up the... uh, Depth chart. Up the depth chart, yeah. Good. Thanks for helping me out there, Dave. He, he started out probably as the four or five, and they say he's up to the two or three now. Newman just playing so well today, probably not going to see anybody else unless this lead continues to grow. So the ball at the 16-yard line. Weebler out of the pistol. And he has got Butler to his left. Now I mean, Butler's going to move behind him. Save your capital here. You cannot afford to give the ball back to the Lions. No. 32.7 seconds to go. Handoff up the middle to Butler. Butler takes it out to the 25, 26. They'll spot him just shy of the 27-yard line after a gain of six on the carry. Clock continues to run, and I think Capital is going to be happy just to go in at halftime down by 24. It'll bring up second down four. We're under 10 seconds and running, and that'll do it for the first half of play here from Schuler Field. Your score here at the half. And from Schuler Field, Steve Radcliffe will be our halftime guest. It's Mount St. Joseph 38 and the Capital Crusaders 14. Sport is the common denominator in the world. If there's any place where there's equality, it's really in sports. RISE stands for the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality. We're dedicated to promoting understanding, respect, and equality in sports and beyond country struggling with race we believe it's time for the sports industry to come together and really unite the nation we want people to speak up take the pledge and rise up against racism and we'll rise up i pledge i pledge to treat everyone with respect respect and dignity I will not tolerate discrimination or harassment of any kind. I will speak up. Speak up whenever I know discrimination is happening. And I will stand up. Get up. Rise up for victims. Take the pledge at risetowin.org. This Mount St. Joseph football broadcast is made possible by the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Iron Sharpens Iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road. And Ascent Safety Solutions. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. Be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. 
you the patients taking part in clinical trials, you the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer, you the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, clinical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. Well, it is 38 to 14. The Lions lead it here at halftime, about 18 minutes before we start the second half of action. Pleasure alongside me right now is the athletic director of Mount St. Joseph University, Steve Radcliffe. Steve, thanks for joining us here tonight. So tell me, and I don't mean to embarrass you with this, but how many years now is it? (laughs) First of all, Dave, it's always a pleasure to come visit you. (laughs) Thank you. Even when you're trying to pin down how old I am. Um, No. You know, I've been... I'm in my 29th year, okay, so I've been around here a few years. I've been the athletic director about 27 of those years, I think, 26, something like that, since 1995. It's been a while. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm 63 years old, and... If that if that's important to you, you know it. <laughs> All right, five. I'm 58, so there you go. Um, Steve, talk about what's the biggest difference in your mind between when you took over as athletic director of the school to now? Oh, it's there's been so much growth in so many different ways, and you've you've you, you've seen in athletics what is um, also happening in society. You know. It, Technology has advanced so far, and we now have social media, and I can tell you in 1995, we weren't even talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of problems that were associated with what was out on the World Wide Web just weren't, wasn't on anybody's radar in those days. So, uh, And outside of the fact that the university has grown and the athletic program has grown, to the point that we have 22 varsity sports and cheerleading and dance and the support mechanisms for those um, is just what's happened during my career here. And when I came to Mount St. Joseph in 1990, January of 1990, there was three sports. We were all women, um, and it's evolved. I wasn't responsible for those early additions because it wasn't the athletic director until 1995. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, we have had some real growth in terms of the number of programs, the facilities that we've developed, the sports complex, which is home to both our football programs and our women's and men's soccer programs, our men's and women's lacrosse programs, our men's and women's cross country and track and field programs, and the Harrington Center, which is home to our men's and women's volleyball, men's and women's basketball, and baseball and softball and tennis. And I mean, we just, none of that stuff was here in 1989. Yeah. And so we've been able to do a lot of things. And when, when there's growth, there's expectations, and, and coaches are very, um, goal-oriented, and they should be, and uh, and they're always looking for the next thing, the next best thing, the thing that can make them better, that can provide a better experience for the students, that will help us attract a better quality of student uh, and retain them. And and so it's just that's what's and it's and it's not just here. That's that's really everywhere. What is what has Dr. Williams? brought to this university in your mind well look i told him this yesterday i've told him this several times in the meeting i said you know in the first 
four months that he was here, he breathed an air of optimism into the university that was missing for a couple of years. Morale was down, and we were in a in a state where we were trying to find areas to cut and manage expenses and try and balance the budget. And enrollment was was in a downturn, and 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 even without having manifested any increase in growth from enrollment or increased income from giving, he brought a sense of optimism and boost of morale to the university, and it's and it's grown. It's built on that for for the next two years, and so that's one of his gifts, and and it's been a welcome been a welcome change for us talk about tyler hopperton second year head coach were you shocked that he could bring in 145 <laughs> players to this program in his no. second year no i i really wasn't shocked that he could bring in what i was a little shocked is that he wanted to bring in that many because <laughs> it's hard to manage a team of 144 145 guys and we have one field that's 100 yards long and it's about 75 yards wide and and it's, when there's 150 guys on it there's not a lot of there's not a lot of room to move around and and it's hard to provide students with the kind of repetitions they need it's hard to get enough looks at them because you you still got a a relatively tight coaching staff and i just think that uh, you know that, that he wanted to do that told us that he wants to he wants to build the program he wants to bring in the right guys and uh, and so it's it's created competition. It's created an optimistic sense of where the football program's going. The guys are responding to it. We're seeing that today. I mean, we're playing an Ohio Athletic Conference team. OAC schools are always very good, and we had a 38 to 14 halftime lead. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, pretty impressive this first <laughs> half, hasn't it? You know what? I, it's tough to go up against the OAC and come back with a win. It really, really is. So this is just a good thing. Are you happy with where the direction of the athletic department right now? Yeah, yeah, I am. I, uh, I, you know what I'm especially pleased with is that I think we have the right people at this time. We, we have great coaches. They have the best interests of the student athlete in their in their minds, and it's a it's it's a it's about their sport and I'm, I'm not trying to say that it's not that it, but but it, what it's big for them is the student athlete experience it's the getting a degree it's you know holding students accountable for what they need to do in the classroom and out of the classroom and being good citizens um, and and that's the kind of coaches that we have at the mount right now and I'm really really proud to be associated with them and and I'm really really proud to have paid a big part in bringing them here and hiring them so you know, they're doing the right things. I want to move forward to the winter very quickly, and I'm embarrassed <laughs> because I can't remember the new wrestling coach's name. But what made him the right man for the job? Oh, Charles Mason has got an awesome personality. He's a, he's a Cincinnati native. He went to Princeton High School. He wrestled in college at Lake Erie College, and um, and so he's always been a Cincinnati guy. And he he was assistant to Elliot Spence, who was our head coach last year, and Elliot's an alum and was an all-american caliber um not just on the wrestling mat guy he was an academic all-american and and uh and he and charles were like 
completing each other's sentences. The recruiting that they did this last year was just awesome. I mean, we went from a team of about three guys to I think we may have close to 28 guys on the wrestling mat this year when some of the guys come back from the football team after that's all over. But uh, he's, uh, I think he's, I think he's going to make a, 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 he's going to make this wrestling program. A very good one. A very good one, and I think that people are going to take pause and go, "Oh, that's Mount St. Joseph wrestling," and and it's it's not what it was five years ago. It's 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 a different thing. I'm going to go back 25 years ago. Could you have <laughs> ever dreamed back then that it would the school would be as big as it is now? Oh, I don't, I don't think so. You know, and I, I had a hard time. Imagine I, I would have a hard time sitting down anytime and saying, hmm, what's this going to look like 25 years from now? I, I just didn't. I, I, I don't even think of my career in those terms. I think maybe once or twice a year about where I want to do and yeah. where I might like to go. And, and the rest of the time, I, I think I needed to stay focused on what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but, uh, no, I would have never, I don't think if I did sit down and say, hey, what's this going to look like 25 years from now? I'm, I'm not sure I've ever dreamed this. I'm not sure that the, I could have ever felt when I came here in 1990 that the Sisters of Charity and the university would say that building a football stadium that would be a home for two soccer teams, two lacrosse teams, two track teams, two cross-country teams, and a football team would ever show up. I was tickled pink that we were in the first within the first few years of being in this position that we talked about building the Harrington Center because that allowed us to expand into some other areas. Like we, we, we brought men's basketball on as a program, which has been very successful for us in the last four years. And but I it, to, to to see this come to fruition, I just thought that would have been such a hard sell. And it, it, with the Sisters of Charity community as well as the general community and the university in itself, and 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 it has paid off. It has paid off. Our, I mean, our football team went from about 50 guys to about 85 guys. Went from five and five to ten and zero in the first year we opened up this, this place. So it was. It was the right thing to do, and and it's you know, and it's a great atmosphere. Oh yeah, and it's a great crowd here tonight. Yeah. Final question: Your son did the soccer game with me last year. What's he up to now? <laughs> he had a great time doing that. He was he loved doing the play. Uh, the he play, did a great job. The, the analysis for soccer, and he loves soccer. He's at the University of Cincinnati. Good for him. He was admitted into the Linder School of Business as a freshman, which he is very proud of, and he should be because I don't think that that everybody that gets gets accepted into the program as a freshman and, and so he's he's moved out of the house and he's staying over at the university and it's pretty darn quiet around our place right now because <laughs> i've got one in cleveland and him over in clifton and it's just my wife and i and every, and every night we sit back and go wow where's the one in cleveland <laughs> well, i've got one at case western do you really okay yeah, she's a senior up there congratulations so. steve thanks a lot hey thank you for having me it's been a pleasure. It's a pleasure it's always a pleasure working with you yeah I'll, I'll come back and visit with you anytime all right even when i'm 64 <laughs> steve radcliffe our guest here at halftime it's 38 14 mount st joseph on top of capital we'll be back with more after this i learned a lot of valuable lessons playing college football 
I never thought about the health benefits of exercise until I actually started to talk to coaches in college. It's not only just for performance, it's for life. My coaches instilled the importance of well-being, not only building up strength, mental health, getting enough sleep, eating properly, it's all what it is to be healthy. I decided that I want to go into personal trainer and share my knowledge that I obtained in college about physical and mental well-being. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well... If that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realized them. Dave Mitchell back here at Schuler Field. Uh, we're about five minutes away from opening up the second half of action here. Our thanks again to Steve Radcliffe, the athletic director here at Mount St. Joseph University, for joining us. Here at halftime, it gives us an opportunity to take a look at the scores and what's going on around the Heartland Conference here this evening. There was a game on Thursday night where Trine, in case you're wondering where Trine is, that's out of Angola, Indiana. They defeated Manchester 55-7. to They got underway on Thursday night. Now, the rest of the games were this afternoon. There are some games tonight, but this afternoon, Albion crushed Defiance 59-6. to It was Worcester edging Bluffton 44-34. to Wilmington defeated Earlham 49-7. to Now, in other games going on tonight in the third quarter with about seven minutes to go, Franklin is leading Benedictine out of Illinois, 48-17. In games that got underway just a little bit ago, Hanover is playing at center. And that game, as a matter of fact, has not gotten underway as of yet. They're under a lightning delay also. Mount Union is crushing Rose Holman, 24-0. There's still a minute and a half to go in the second quarter of that one. And with eight minutes to go in the second quarter, North Park is leading Anderson, 13-7. Now, nationally, in college football, we already told you about Ohio State and what they did to Oregon State today, 77-31, the Buckeyes winning. Later on tonight, Akron is going to be playing at Nebraska. With 8.59 remaining to go in the third quarter, Marshall is leading Miami of Ohio 21-7. Virginia at halftime is beating Richmond 28-10. In other scores around college football that mean anything Toledo is beating VMI with 8 minutes to go in the first half 28-3 to other finals, well let's take a look at this one Cincinnati right now under second year coach Luke Fickle with 5.16 to go in the second quarter is leading UCLA 14-10 to Cincinnati over UCLA 14-10 to and that's being played out at UCLA Kansas State is losing to South Dakota, 10-6. Notre Dame is shutting out Michigan with 3.22 to go in the first quarter, 14-0. Wyoming defeated New Mexico today, 
to seven. And that's a look at the college football scores for this first week of action, this Labor Day weekend. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to take a look at the stats of the first half. We'll do that right after this. In the game of life, it's not how far you can throw the ball. It's not how high you can fly. It's not how fast you can run. Or how many touchdowns you can score that matters. It's really how you play the game that counts. Because the game only lasts four quarters. For a few years. For that moment in time. Good sportsmanship. 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 Last a lifetime. This month's St. Joseph football broadcast is made possible by and Good Chicken Tenders. Call now to order at 513-451-3000. The Mount St. Joseph University, JTAP Sports Bar, Jake Sweeney Auto, and La Rosa's Pizza on Rapid Run Road. Call 513-347-1111. Well, let's take a look at the stats in the first half. First of all, let's take a look at how both teams scored here this evening and the scoring plays, and it has been a very exciting first half of action. The Lions got on the scoreboard first. Colby Newman ran it in from 40 yards out. The two-point conversion failed, and with 11.38 to go in the first quarter, the Lions led it 6 to nothing. Capital came right back, though, and with 7.48 left to go in the first quarter, David Barnett caught a 29-yard pass from Thomas Weebler. Blake Middleton added the kick, and Capital had a one-point lead at 7-6. Mount St. Joseph came right down the field, and Newman, with his second touchdown of the night, scored from one yard out. And the Lions, after the extra point was no good, led it by five, 12 to seven. But Capital came right back with 36 seconds to go in the first quarter. Wyatt Pertusek caught a 37-yard touchdown pass from Thomas Weebler. They added the extra point, and it was 14-12 Capital over Mount St. Joseph. In the second quarter, the Lions took the lead with 14-23 left to go in the half. When A.J. Glines caught a 10-yard touchdown pass from Chayton Tomlin, the two-point conversion was no good, and the Lions led it by 4, 18-14. But then they got the ball right back, and with 11-15 to go in the half, Chase Pankey caught a 67-yard touchdown pass from Tomlin, and that gave the Lions the lead after Porter added the extra point, 25-14. Then with 8-29 left to go in the first half, the Lions jumped out on front, 31 to 14 after Corporal Earls, Corporal Cooper Earls, I could say that. Cooper Earls caught a 29-yard touchdown pass from Tomlin, and then with 38 seconds to go in the half, the Lions extended their lead to 38 to 14 when Chase Pankey caught his second touchdown pass of the night, a 40-yard scoring strike from Chayton Tomlin, and the Lions lead it right now at halftime, 38 to 14. Tomlin so far in the ball game, passing-wise, he is 14 of 16 for 323 yards and four touchdowns. Thomas Weebler, 15 of 27 for 157 yards and two touchdowns. And Davis Schaefer joining us again here in the third quarter. Davis, this has been back and forth, but it has been the quarterback duel that we anticipated before tonight's game. Yeah, absolutely. Weebler looks outstanding. So does Chayton Tomlin. Both making outstanding plays, both extending plays, uh, moving up in the pocket, moving out of the pocket, moving downfield. They look great. Just to look at some of the team stats so far here tonight, the Lions right now are behind, or they actually have 17 first downs to Capitals, 14. The Lions also, third down efficiency, 100%. They're one for one. They have not had many. Wow. (laughs) 
third downs tonight. Capital, though, has run more total plays, 47 to 24. But the Lions have got more total yards, 407 to 234 here tonight. As we get ready to start this one, Mount St. Joseph will have the second half kickoff. It'll be Panky and Speakman back set to return for the Lions. Middleton will kick it off. Lions will be going from right to left across your computer screen. It's going to be a high end-over-end kick that's going to be taken in by one of the upbacks, and it is going to be taken across the 20, out to the 23-yard line, and dropped right there is Trayon Taylor. Taylor came in and took the place of Panky and the kickoff return game, and he takes it out to the 23, and that's where the Lions will start first and 10 at their own 23-yard line. I think Tyler Hanna might be a little banged up on that last one. So the Lions are starting out first and 10 from their own 23. And we're getting ready to get get play underway here. Still trying to figure out what this flag is all about. And as we unsportsmanlike conduct is going to be called against one of the Lions. So that will set it up. They'll knock them back and it will set it up at the 11-yard line. So it's first down, 10 yards to go for the Lions. At their own 12-yard line is where they're going to start out. Tomlin has got Newman right to his left, and Newman gets the handoff. He takes it right up the middle to the 30, first down, burst into across the 25 and out to the 27-yard line. 15-yard gain for Newman. I'll tell you what, he hits that hole and explodes through it. At the end, whether it's one guy or three guys hitting him, he always delivers a blow. You love to see it. Newman to the left of Tomlin. And forgive me, but all of a sudden, the Seinfeld episode came into my mind. Newman. <laughs> Dual receivers out wide to the right-hand side. Single setback coming out to the left-hand side. Tomlin drops back on first and ten. He throws over the middle. He's got a receiver a complete. Nice catch by Glines into capital territory across midfield to the 45, and they're going to drop him down right at the 45-yard line. Tomlin is dialed in right now over one defender right in front of another. What a throw. And his passes are so easy to catch now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Great touch. Great touch. Ball at the 45-yard line, first and 10 for the Lions. Paul Miner, tight end left. Panky wide left. Glines and Roberts are out wide right. Newman to the left of Tomlin. Waits for the snap. He's got it. Steps forward, throws it into the flat, tried to get it to Miner, and it's incomplete. And now a flag is going to be thrown by the referee, and... Not sure if there was any extracurricular activity going on after the play. I didn't see anything, but it's thrown in the vicinity of Tomlin. And the officials are going to talk things over, and let's see what they call. Well, it's going to be against Capital. Capital gets called for the unsportsmanlike conduct, so that'll move it 15 yards forward and give the Lions... Even deeper territory inside capital side of the field. Down to the 30. 13.54 left to go in this third quarter of play. Lions 
looking to really put a nail in the coffin of the Crusaders. Newman to the left of Tomlin. Ball in the center of the field. Tomlin takes the snap. He's going to cut it up the field. Breaks a tackle, cuts forward to the 30, and he's going to get right back to the line of scrimmage for no gain. He's got a time clock in his head. He knows exactly when to get out of the pocket and take off. Yeah, as soon as that pocket begins to break down, Chayton's either moving up or scrambling right. Uh, He looks good. He looks like he knows exactly what he's trying to do out there. Next week we'll have the interview that I did with Chayton earlier this week. Unfortunately, the lightning delay gave us a lot of problems here tonight, and we were unfortunate not to be able to play that interview, but we will next week. Dropping back Tomlin. Looks over the middle. He's going to throw it into the left flat, and it is incomplete. See, he tried to go to his wideout, Michaud, and Michaud couldn't come up with the catch. So it'll bring up third down, 10 yards to go from the 30-yard line of Capitol. Roberts out wide right. Slot right is Glines. Wide left is Panky. Watch out for him on this side. Dropping back is Tomlin. He's, He's looking to Panky. Coverage. He's going to throw it out to him on the left side. Panky got it knocked away, and a penalty flag is flown. It'll be pass interference. Boy, Panky was right there and almost came up with that catch. Now he's got to come out of the game. I think he's got a cramp. Well, he lost his shoe. That's what he did. He started pulling at his foot, and I thought maybe he had a cramp. And Anyway, it was his shoe. So a pass interference penalty, and it will march the Lions even further into capital territory, down to the 15-yard line after the 15-yard penalty, and it comes with a first down. 13.06 left to go in this third quarter of play. Tomlin now puts Newman off to the right-hand side. Ball in the center of the field. Trips to the right. There's nobody out to the left-hand side for the Lions. Dropping back Tomlin. They're going to throw it into the end zone on the fade, and it is incomplete to Glines. Glines comes up wanting a penalty, but it's not going to be called. That would have been an outstanding catch. Oh, yeah. One-handed on the sideline, back pylon. Wow. What an effort. That was a great throw by Tomlin, too. He put it the only place that the DB would not be able to intercept it. So it brings up second down and 15 yards to go. 13-01 remaining in the quarter. Newman now sets up just behind Tomlin to the right. And we've got another receiver into the ball game. That's Cooper Earls. Earls comes in. Hand off to Newman. Newman off the left side to the 10. Struggles forward to the 7, maybe to the 6. Newman just continues to tear through the line. This almost reminds me of the Denver Broncos in the last years of John Elway when Terrell Davis was just able to came in and nobody knew about him, and then all of a sudden, boom, he just started getting some yardage. Absolutely, just busting through the line. And that's what Newman is doing. Boy, he's really good at hitting the quick openers. We've got a player down for Mount St. Joseph down near the seven-yard line. He's on his back. We can't see. Next week, we will be heading down south for the first road game of the season, and that will be at Moorhead State against a Division One opponent. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 5.30, and the kickoff will be at 6 o'clock. 
picking himself up and walking off the field is Brad Murphy, one of the offensive linemen. So Murphy appears to be, although he's limping off the field, he's walking off under his own power. Those linemen, they don't like to be carried off. No, they do not. And Brad's a tough guy, very tough guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he shakes it off and gets out there. Hopefully, like I said, not too serious. Third and three for the Lions. They can get a first down by getting inside the five. Newman to the left of Tomlin. Panky out wide left. Glines slot left. Roberts wide right. Check at Glines' slot right. He's got a lot of cushion. They're giving Glines a lot of cushion. Dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin's going to throw it to Glines. He's got a touchdown. Absolutely. I was going to say, needs to be a flat pattern there, Dave. Needs to be a flat pattern. Too much cushion, only six yards away from the end zone. Obviously. Boy, he was... He was playing back into the end zone, the DB was against Glines, and Glines saw it, and I think Tomlin did too, and they went right to the advantageous spot. Right, and I mean, those guys have been doing this for, this is going to be the third year now. I wouldn't even be surprised if that wasn't the play call, if they just knew that that's what they were going to do as soon as they saw the defensive alignment. Outstanding read by Glines and by Chayton Tomlin. 12-15 left to go in the third quarter. It's now 44-14 Lions. Porter comes in to attempt the extra point. Puts it up, and it is oh, good. Go. 12-15 left to go in the third. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 45 and Capital 14. Sports are a great way for people to stay healthy, but there are risks to pushing the limits of speed, strength, and endurance. A concussion is a serious brain injury that can happen to any athlete in any sport at any time. Learn concussion symptoms and warning signs. Don't hide it. Report it. Take time to recover. By knowing the facts about concussions, you can help athletes of all ages stay healthy. To find out more, go to cdc.gov concussion. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Well, back here at Schuler Field where Jerry Porter just kicked it off and it was taken in by Capital Ship. And Ship brings it up around the right side across the 30, across the 25, and he'll be stopped at the 26-yard line. 12.08 left to go, and, boy, you couldn't ask for a better night after the rain is gone. You couldn't ask for a better crowd. You couldn't ask for a better first game by the Lions. Oh, absolutely not. Got a full house here. Beautiful night. Cooled off a little bit for us, too, after that rain. It has. Still a little muggy, but doesn't matter. Moving in motion is Heater to the near side. Weebling, Weebler is going to hand it off to Ship. Ship spins away from one tackler across the 30, and he'll be dropped at the 31-yard line. Gain of about four on the play for Ship. Now, right now, Capitals third-year head coach Chad Rogashevsky has got to find something that his team can accomplish offensively here in this second half. Absolutely, and they you know, they went into halftime, and I'm sure they put together their ideal drive while they were in there. Uh, so we'll see if they can come out and execute, get some points up on the board. Weebler, out of the pistol, trips to the right, drops back, looks to the left. He's going to throw the fade, and it is incomplete. Good coverage by Troy Speakman. They've tried that play a couple times now. 
you know, on a go route, on a simple fade, maybe Speakman's not the guy to go after. A lot of speed over there. Tell you what, you've got to go a long way to find a better pair of cornerbacks than the Lions have this year in Speakman and Tyler Hanna. Oh, and just all around, too. They're tough, they're yeah. fast, and they're athletic. Barnett goes out slot right. Coming out wide right is Stanford. Moving in motion is Heater to the far side. Weebler drops back, looks over in the right flat, and it is incomplete, incomplete. to Shepard. Yep. And the Lions are going to get the ball back. So three and out, fourth down, seven yards to go for Capital. Boy, since a hot start, Weebler has really cooled off. He has not stayed up with his opponent, Chayton Tomlin, so far. Weebler now 15 for 28 in the passing department, 157 yards. Meanwhile, Tomlin, 16 for 21, just 357 yards. Yeah, you know, a couple touchdowns. What yeah. is that, five? <laughs> He's got a tenth of what he had last year in the passing department. Almost, right. almost 12% more of what he had last year. He, he wants 4,000 yards this year. I love it. Let's see it. So the punt, Patuzic will punt the football away, and the Lions will let it roll, and it will be downed at the 30-yard line. 11.09 left to go. We'll keep it right here. Lions will take it over first and 10 at their own 30-yard line. And this Lions offense, if you recall last year, the last four games, they put over, put up on the scoreboard over 230 points and still only went 3-1. and one. It's crazy. And like we said, you know, the defense this year, a lot, of, a lot of returning guys. A lot of returning guys. And, you know, I think they'll definitely be better. I think if they do that down the stretch this year, that'll, that'll hopefully be a 4-0 spot, right? Hopefully we can hold to that. And they've got two running backs into the ballgame now. The Lions do. Jonathan Finn, I believe that's who that is, in the backfield. And Finn is going to get the handoff. He's going to cut it right up the middle across the 40 and take it out to the 44-yard line. Now check that. That is not Finn. Excuse me. That is 26. And that is Ryan Bagnoli. Bagnoli is a 5'11", 220-pound sophomore out of Loveland. Bagnoli now has taken the place of Newman. Newman getting a well-deserved series off. Now in the backfield is Gavin Brennan also. He's the H-back right now. So Bagnoli and Brennan are in the backfield with Tomlin. First and 10 from their own 44-yard line and a bad snap from center. Almost looked like Tepe snapped the ball but hit, hit his inside thigh and then had to fall on it. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. Well, they're going to call a penalty against the Lions also for illegal procedures. So five-yard penalty. I'll knock it back five yards to the 39 and bring up second down or first down and 15. you got to think maybe he started and tried to stop. I don't know. That was awkward. Could be. That was weird. The one thing that I cannot figure out with the, with the success that Glines has had going to the outside of the field is why they keep giving so much cushion to our slot guys. Empty backfield for Tomlin. He's looking things over and letting the play clock run inside 10 now. He'll get the snap, drop straight back, blitz shown by Capital, but Tomlin rolls out to the left, throws it out to the left side, and it is complete to Panky, and he steps out of bounds at the 46-yard line. It's going to be a gain of about 8. They'll put him at the 47, and it brings up second down and about 8 yards to go. I 
I just don't think there is any down or distance that the Lions can't pick up right now. No, I'd have to agree with you there, Dave. Tomlin to Bagnoli. Bagnoli takes it across midfield. Lost the football, but I think he got it back across the 50 and down to the 47 of Capital. Gain of six on the carry brings up third and two. Bagnoli got it right back. That is one thing the Lions did a lot of that they have not done tonight, and that's turn the football over. Trips out to the far right. Panky lined up wide left. Bagnoli, the single setback right now. We wanted to get a look at him tonight. Third down, call it a yard. Hanging it off to Bagnoli off the left side. He's got the first down to the 45 to the 40. Breaks the tackle 35-30 and steps out of bounds. So he picked up the first down and about 13 more. And the Lions have got a first down deep in capital territory at the 33-yard line. First and ten for the Lions. Bagnoli will stay in off to the left-hand side. As we said, he's out of Loveland, Ohio. Earl's in motion to the far right, dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin now will spin, go to his left. Now he's going to have to backtrack and roll to his right. Picks up a block, throws the ball deep downfield, and it's incomplete. Boy, Tomlin ran about 40 yards to get off that pass and couldn't complete it. Just extending the play, trying to give himself a chance. Tomlin with one of the rare incompletions that he's had tonight. He's 17 of 23 now for 365 yards. 9.05 remaining in this third quarter. Tomlin with Bagnoli in the backfield. Panky out wide to the left. Got Glein slot right. Earls at the flanker and Roberts all the way out wide right. Tomlin, hand off to Bagnoli, off right tackle. He's going to take it up to the 32-yard line, maybe the 31. Gain of about two on the carry, and it'll bring up third down and make it about seven. No, make it about eight, long eight, where they've got him spotted. Bagnoli to the left of Tomlin. Dual receivers out wide on both sides for the Lions. They go with a five-man front. Tomlin looking things over. He's got the play clock down to ten. Checks over the defense. Now he'll take the snap from center. Drops straight back on third and eight. Looks upfield. He's going to throw it deep into the end zone to Earls. He's got it. Touchdown! Wow, nice pass again, Chayton. Boy, he put just enough air on that thing so Earls could run underneath it. And the Lions, from 31 yards out, now lead it. 51 to 14. Well, Dave, and you said it all night. The one thing you can notice about Jaden Tomlin's passes is he has had perfect touch down the field. Outstanding throw. He just laid that thing up in the air, and it just came right down like a feather in Cooper Earl's arms. His second touchdown of the night. And with 8.17 to go in the third quarter, it's now 51 to 14, Lions. Porter in to attempt the extra point. It is up and it is good. 8.17 to go in the third. It's now the Lions 52 and Capital 14. 
People just love the quality from effing good chicken tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road in Cincinnati. They use fresh chicken, and it's always hand-breaded with homemade sauces daily. And order the coleslaw. You won't regret it. Ordering out is easy at effing good chicken tenders. Order dinner on Facebook right now or call 451-3000 at effing good chicken tenders. Order up a combo, feed the family, or your sudden drop-in guests. Effing good chicken tenders located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order at 451-3000. Effing good chicken tenders. Real chicken, real fast, real good. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site? Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. Well, back here at Schuler Field, Porter kicking it off, and it is taken in by Dylan Schoonover, and Schoonover runs it back out to the 18-yard line. So Capital will start first and 10 from their own 18, but they've got a player down and hurt right about the 20-yard line. Chayton Tomlin has been outstanding so far here tonight, but let's take a look at some of the other scores going on around the conference at the end of the second quarter. Well, we're already at the end of the third quarter right now. It's Franklin over Benedictine out of Illinois, 48 to 17. No score being given by Hanover Center yet. Mount Union over Rose Holman with a minute and a half to go in the third quarter or in the second quarter, excuse me, 24 to nothing. And North Park leads Anderson in the second quarter, 13 to 7. Tomlin now 18 of 24 passing here tonight for 397 yards and six touchdowns. He told me in the interview that we'll play for you next week. He wants to get 4,000 yards passing and 40 touchdowns. If he does that, the Lions will be in the running for a Heartland Conference title. Absolutely, and I think he set a, a pretty good pace for himself with this first one. So Absolutely. Next week is going to be an interesting one, though. Oh, yeah, next week will be fun. I think it will be a good test, very good test. Division I Moorhead State at their home field, 6 o'clock. With the kickoff, 5.30 pregame. Weebling is going to throw it into the flat, and it is complete. Weebler with the completion. Immediately, Barnett is brought down at the 25-yard line. Now Capital is going to go hurry up. Down 52-14 to with 7.54 and running left to go in the third. Got wholesale substitutions now for the Crusaders. Stafford comes out wide to the right-hand side. Barnett wide left. Two running backs. Handoff. Now Weebling is going to keep. Weebler is going to keep it right up the middle across the 30 to the 35-yard line. Thomas Weebler takes it out to the 35. He's got a first down after a 12-yard gain. First and 10 for the Crusaders. Lions staying mainly with their number one defense out there, but Crusaders are shuttling players in and out. 
Slot right, a new player into the ball game. And he is not even on the chart here for numbers, so we have no idea who he is. Handoff goes right up the middle to Ship, and Ship is going to be hit behind the line and dropped immediately by Sean Sullivan. Way to come up from that linebacker position. Nice hit. Way to take him down. I'll tell you what, ever since about that five-minute mark left to go in the first quarter, our defense has really stepped their game up. We look good right now. Yeah, they have. They've really shut down this capital offense. Numerous three and outs since the second quarter began. Loss of one on the play to ship, second and 11. Heater in the backfield next to the quarterback, Wibbler. Dropping back, Wibbler looks to his right. Now he's going to cut to his left. He's going to be flushed out of the pocket and dropped at about the 37-yard line, gain of three, and he was running for his life. Another third down coming up. Again, another tackle made by Corey Harden. He's been all over tonight. Now the Lions do some substituting, bringing in a nickelback. And that is Terry Calloway, number seven. Calloway in the ball game, a nickelback. Weebler with two setbacks to his right and left. Receivers out wide on both sides. Third and seven. Drops back. Wibbler looks over the middle. He has got a receiver that stands for the 44 and he's going to be shy of the first down by a yard. Good job. You got to think this is a spot where they're going to have to go for it though. Tyler Hanna came up and made the tackle keeping him just shy. It'll be fourth and a yard and let's see what they decide to do. They've got Weebler out. They're going to go with a quick Offense. Weebler is going to be hit. He's going to struggle, and he is going to get the first down. He didn't get it initially, but then he moved to his right, dove forward, got it across the 45 to the 46, pickup of a yard and a first down. 4.55 and running, left to go in this third quarter. Lions with a big 52-14 to lead. And that's from the the 14 to 12 deficit they they faced at the end of the first quarter. So You're right. They've they've rattled off 40 straight points here. Weebler looking over the defense. He's got trips to the left. Heater wingback left. Drops straight back. Throws over the middle, and it is complete to Barnett inside the 40 to the 38 yard line. And they're going to get us for they're going to get the Lions for a late hit on the quarterback. So Barnett. Picks up the completion, takes it down to the 38, but there'll be a late hit against the Lions for hitting the quarterback. So it'll still be a first down nonetheless, but it'll mark from the 38 down to the 23 for the 15-yard penalty with 424 remaining to go in this third quarter. Our next broadcast game will be next Friday night. Roger Bacon High will be at Huron. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 6.30 and the kickoff at 7. Then I've got a nice little drive from Cleveland to Moorhead State. Hey, it's going to be a good time. It'll oh, be yeah. a great game. I just listen to football all day Saturday afternoon and getting ready for the game. There you go. Weebler takes the snap, handoff. Goes to Butler, and Butler takes it right up the middle. Maybe gets it to the 22-yard line for a gain of a yard. 
You might ask the question, why in the world is Capital trying to run the football down in the contest like they are 52-14? to And the answer is they've got to get something going. They've got to make this offensive line cohesive for the next nine games. Absolutely, and even just taking some of the pressure off Weebler. I mean, ever since he started to slow down, our defense has kind of picked up on what they were doing. Weebler. Fake handoff, looks upfield, rolls out of the pocket now as it collapses, gets it to the 20, backpedals, and he's going to be hit at the 17 and struggle forward to the 16. Six-yard gain for Wibbler, and that will bring up third down and about three yards to go for the Crusaders with three minutes remaining in this third quarter. Now they bring in number 85, and like I said, 85 is not on our roster. So, no idea who he is. They send Stanford out wide to the left, Barnett slot left. Wibbler looks over the defense, empty backfield, rolls back. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. He's got a receiver. It is in the end zone. Complete touchdown. Barnett with the score. Catches it from 16 yards out, and Capital comes right back and answers the Lions scoring drive with one of their own, 231 remaining to go in this third quarter, and it's now 52-20. to Lions lead it. Middletown will... Middletown will come in and attempt the extra point with 2.31 remaining. Middletown has been one of the highlights tonight. He's done a good job of kicking here this evening. And he'll attempt the extra point with 2.31 remaining. He eyes it, kicks it, and it is good. 2.31 left to go in this third quarter. Your score It is now Mount St. Joseph 52 and Capital 21. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sunday's, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sunday's for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sunday's. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. At Jake's Windy Chevrolet, our deals are hot, hot, hot. Buy new roads with Chevy Malibu and save up to $5,000. With our zero-deductible lifetime mechanical protection, we're leading the way. At Jake's Windy Chevrolet. Well, the Lions now have Troy Speakman back set to return, and they've also got Aurelius Walters into the ballgame, a sophomore, 5'11", 165 pounds. And the kickoff is going to be high, short, end over end that Speakman's going to take in at the 20. Bobbled it, but picked it back up to the 25, to the 30, 35, 40. He's got one man to beat. He's going to be gone, and then he tripped up by his own man inside the 40 and down at the 37. He had one man to beat. He beat him, and then he got tripped up by his own man, Nick Murphy, following him and fell down at the 37. Outstanding return. And, and you can't you can't win. Who are you going to kick it to? Which side of the field are you going to kick it to? One score. The Reds right now are leading the Cardinals three to nothing at the end of five. 
here. It is 52-21. Lions lead it. Late man coming onto the field for the Lions. That's Trayon Taylor. Taylor's going to come in, and the Lions are going to be penalized for too many men on the field. And I think the coaching staff thought that maybe, well, there was a problem with the man that went out onto the field. That's Mohill Mayshu. Mayshu did not have his knee pads down over his knees. He had them up on his thighs. <laughs> so Game had, one. Had to pull his pant legs down. Now Tomlin on first and 15 from the 47-yard line. He's going to throw it deep. He's got a man, and it is incomplete. Boy, and he almost had. That's the man that just came in, Trayon Taylor. And Taylor almost brought that pass in for the touchdown. Wow. Even that pass by Tomlin was a good one. 52-21, 2-14 remaining in this third quarter. Tomlin has got Bagnoli now back in the backfield with him, right behind him. And he's going to hand it off to Bagnoli right up the middle across the 45, bounces off a tackler and dives forward to the 42. And he is close to the original line of scrimmage, which would bring up third down 10 yards to go. Had effing good chicken tonight at halftime, huh? Oh, yeah. Heard the commercial in the first half, wanted it, got it. Yeah. I'm satisfied. I'm good. Good for you. I haven't gotten any yet, but Blake said he'd save some for me. And you know how that is. He'll probably eat it before yeah, it gets to me. You're never seeing that chicken. Yeah, Tomlin, there's movement on the offensive line, and I think the Lions jumped. There was a lot of movement on the defensive side, too, but the Lions ended up jumping. So that will mark them back five yards. Put it at the 47 and bring up third down 15 yards to go. So they'll mark off the penalty. This is going to be an interesting season if this first game is any indication. There was a lot of excitement on the campus for this football team coming into this season. And so far it has been justified. They lead it by... 31, 52 to 21. Minute 30 left to go in the third quarter. Tomlin looking over the defense. He's running the play clock down as far as he can. Moves Bagnoli from the right to the left now. Checks the receivers out wide on both sides. Now takes the snap from center with the play clock under seven. Looks to his right, now rolls to his right. He's going to throw it out to the right sideline. Complete to Grayson Roberts. Roberts dives forward to the 35 May have been out of bounds at the 36-yard line. It'll bring a fourth down and four. This has kind of been an awkward spot. Why not? It's almost too short for Porter to punt it. Tomlin wants to go for it. And... Of course he does. He wants number seven. Lions looking to the sideline. They're going to go for it. They're not going to punt it. It's going to be fourth down. Call it four yards to go, maybe five yards to go. It's going to be a short five. They need to get inside the 32 to get a first down. Ball resting at the 36. Tomlin with Bagnoli to his right. Drops back. Looks over the middle. He's going to throw it deep into the end zone. He's got Glines. He's got it at the four. And dives to the one. First down for the Lions. 
Oh, what a throw, and Gwines right in his bread basket, brought it down. It's first and goal for the Lions. They'll mark him down at the three. Wow. 12 seconds to go, and the Lions may not get this one off. Here in the third quarter, five seconds, Tomlin looks back to the bench, and that is going to do it for the end of the third quarter. When we come back, it'll be first and goal for the Lions from the Capitol three-yard line. Your score entering the fourth. It's now the Mount St. Joseph Lions 52, Capitol 21. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, this capacity crowd here tonight at Schuler Field enjoying this offensive output put up by the Lions here tonight. They lead it entering the fourth quarter, 52-21, and even enjoying Neil Diamond's sweet Caroline. <laughs> Tomlin, handoff to Bagnoli. Bagnoli off the left side, dives forward into the end zone. Is he going to be in, or is he going to be just shy? He's just shy just by shy. about a foot. So what do you do here? Do you let Tomlin try to get touchdown number seven? You run the ball. Oh, you run the ball. Run the ball? Yeah. All right, let's see what they choose to do. Yeah, they'll just, they'll give it to Bagnoli, give him the opportunity to, that would be what I would do. Now, that's why Tyler Hopperton's being paid the big bucks. Right. We're announcing he's coaching. Yeah. (laughs) Bagnoli to the right of Tomlin, handoff to Bagnoli, off left tackle, dives forward, he's going to be stopped up, second effort, dives towards the end zone, can't get it, he's just shy again. Boy, Capital stopped up the middle of that defensive line. Really stopped it up. And with 14.07 left to go, it is 52-21. Tomlin with Bagnoli off to the right-hand side. Tomlin looking things over. Takes the snap. Now he drops straight back. He's going to throw it into the corner of the end zone. He's got a receiver. Is it complete? He's got a touchdown. The big tight end. That's Paul Miner. Miner went up and struggled and got it. And with 13.45 remaining to go in this third quarter, fourth quarter, excuse me, it's now 58-21. to Fifty-eight to twenty-one, with thirteen forty-five remaining to go. Nick Murphy, the holder, Jerry Porter in to attempt the extra point. 
and it is down, and the kick is up, and it is good. 13.45 left to go in the game. Your score. It's now the Lions 59 and Capital 21. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu slash msol. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6440. 41 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Dave Mitchell, David Schaefer back here at Schuler Field where the Lions lead it now 59 to 21. And Porter will kick it off. Um, and I believe. I'm confused. Um, it was fair caught at the two. And evidently, there's a new rule. I'm confused now. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. He fair caught it, but they're going to move it out to the 25-yard line. What? That is a new one to me. Okay. (laughs) I honestly did not know that, and I tried to stay up on the rules, and I did not know the NCAA had made a new rule where you... So you can fair catch anywhere, and it goes to the 25? Evidently. Wow. Weebler will hand it off up the middle. It goes to Butler, and Butler takes it across the 30 to the 31-yard line for a gain of six. That is a confusing one. He fair caught it at the two, and they moved it out to the 25. I think it... Boy, oh boy, that's a heck of an offensive play if that's yeah. the case. I mean, you just might as well fair catch everything inside the five and just go ahead and have it placed at the 25. That's what I mean. That's that's Capitals' best return all night. Yeah. They've gotten stuck inside the 20 like three times. Weebler from the 31 on second and five. Throws a pass out. It's batted down at the line of scrimmage and almost intercepted by one of the Lions' outside linebackers. Almost came up with it, Bo Cooning. Cooning, a freshman, 6'1", 235 pounds out of St. Mary's, Ohio. Well, I'll tell you what. This coaching staff from Mount St. Joseph, they really went out and recruited during the offseason. Oh, they did an outstanding job. And, and, you know, the tough thing in college with coaching, a lot of times you have a staff that's built around recruiting or a staff that's built around, and we'll let this play go. Weebler with Butler to his right, drops straight back. He's going to throw it out into the flat, and it is incomplete to Schoonover. Schoonover had it in his hands and then dropped it. It'll bring up third down and five. Well, no, a lot of times you'll have a, you'll have a coaching staff that's built around recruiting or you'll have one that's built around developing the players. And, I, you know, I think the Mountain is extremely lucky right now in the fact that they have, they have coaches who can recruit and, and develop the guys once they're here. Um, I think Hoff has done an outstanding job, Coach Coral, Coach Spell, uh, Coach Thompson bringing the guys in, and now they're getting better. Check that. It's going to be fourth down, fourth down and four yards to go, and Pertuzic is into the ball game. He'll punt it away. 
Troy Speakman back at about his own 35 to return this one. It's going to be a high short kick. The wind got a hold of that one, what wind there is, and it'll be taken in by Speakman. Boy, that was a dangerous play. He took it in about his 40 and ran out of bounds at the 45-yard line. But that's where the Lions will start first and 10 in their own territory with 12.48 remaining. Lions will go to 1-0 for the second straight year. Uh, we got the we got the second string in. Now going to be a lot of substitutions now for the Lions into the ball game. Derek Williamson, Williamson in the quarterback. He's a 5'10", 230-pound sophomore from Central Crossing High School in Columbus. And we're going to try to keep up with all of these changes for the Lions. Williamson will bark out the signals. He's going to throw his first pass, and it is complete to the running back, and he takes it across the 50 to the 45 to the 40. Going to be a flag down for holding. That yeah. pass was complete to Jaron Tunstall. It's going to be a hold on number nine. Tunstall out of Fisher High School, 5'4", 160-pounder, but boy, can he scat. Nonetheless, that big pickup is going to come back. Did you say 5'4"? 5-4. Wow, he was moving. He though. was. You know what? He reminds me of, and I know this is pre-your age, but Greg Pruitt when he was at Oklahoma. That's who he looks like. I feel, I'm getting old, man. Short, strong, fast. Yep, that was Greg Pruitt. We got to do one of those hidden guide tricks behind yeah. the guard. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember Greg Pruitt? He doesn't. The cameraman doesn't remember. I'm the only we guy up here Greg to remember Briggs Pruitt. Come on, guys. Let's get a fan up Gee, here. Here's Tunstall again. He's going to take it up the middle across the 42. And we got a fan right in front of us that remembers well, Greg Pruitt. Somebody remember. Finally, somebody remembers go. Greg Pruitt. All right, there we go. Well, I'm a split right now. I'm two alone and two. up here. Come up here. <laughs> Gosh. So Tunstall will take it out to the 43-yard line. Pruitt was an excellent punt returner also. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he was... Did you he say was Oklahoma? Oklahoma played for the Cleveland Browns, too, in the pros. Oh, that's why I don't ended, know anything Ended about his him. career with the Chargers. Oh, okay. In okay. San Diego. <laughs> Pre-Los Angeles, guys. Okay, okay. <laughs> Second down, 12 yards to go, Williamson at the 42. A lot of movement, but no flags. Tunstall gets the handoff <laughs> of the middle. Now there's they a flag. They just didn't know who to call it on. Yeah. Everyone that, was moving. Now there's a flag. Tunstall just had nowhere to go. You know, the one thing that the Browns used to do with Greg Pruitt that used to drive me crazy, though, you cannot run a guy that size up the middle. Oh, they would run him between the tackles? Yeah, can't do it. Unless you've got a line that is very, very good. And I'll tell you what, the Lions line tonight has played outstanding. They have yes, opened they up have. holes. Absolutely. Tunstall lines up behind Williamson. Newman several times has been 7, 10 yards downfield before he's making first contact. Absolutely. Williamson drops back. He's going to throw the ball into the flat, and it is complete. And that is complete out into the right flat to Treyon Taylor. Taylor across the 40 to the 42, and it'll bring up third down and 15, and 13, excuse me, third and 13. 11-15 and running, left to go in the ballgame. Taylor goes out slot left. Williamson looking over to the sideline for the play. He's got 
Got Jaron Tunstall right behind him in the backfield. Now off to his right. Williamson will drop back. Look upfield. Good protection. Now he's going to be chased out of the pocket to the 40. Dives forward to the 43. And he picks up two yards, but it'll still be fourth down and 11 yards to go. So the Lions, for I think only the second time tonight, will punt the football away. And now there's a player down for Capital. Uh, and you hate to see that this late into a game that's kind of out of hand. And it's number 40, I believe. That's Tyson Miller, one of the defensive linemen, a freshman. He's from Lower Salem, Ohio. That's tough. And he's he's down. Now they're looking at his right ankle. 10:34 remaining to go in this ball game, and the Lions have got a commanding 59 to 21 lead. They have put up, now I'd have to really go back and look, but I know they had put up 232 points in the final two ball games. So you had 232 to 59, and you you have got 291 points in your last five ball games. You're going to win a lot of football games. You're going to win a lot of football a games. A lot of football games. That is almost, that, that is almost... We're like right at the average. 300 points in five games. You're almost at 300 points. That's 60 points a game. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, we're right there. Yeah. And this game was, I mean, we're we're at 47 to 7 in the last two and a half quarters. Yeah, and one of those games was a loss that they scored 39. Wow. It has just been, and and I asked Chayton about that earlier this week, and he said a lot of things just happened for them. At the end of last season, they just, they everything clicked. Porter in to punt the football away for the Lions. Let's see if we can get it to click for the whole year. We got, we're on a nice good start. Nice high spiral. And it'll be taken in by Capital at the 15-yard line by Corey Heater. So there's a timeout on the field. 10-16 left to go in the ballgame. Your score, it's now Mount St. Joseph 59, Capital 21. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site, Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. Capital has the football. They run it off the right-hand side. Pickup of two yards on the carry. Outside the 15 to the 17-yard line. Lions will go to 1-0 and on the year and head to Moorhead State next Saturday night, 6 o'clock. If you can't make the game, join us here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We'll bring it to you starting with the pregame show at 5.30. Weebler, fake handoff, and now the handoff goes around the right-hand side to Ship, and Ship is going to take it out to the 18-yard line, and he stops right there. Check at Jaden Gianetti. Picks up two out to the 30 or make it the 18-yard line. And it's third down and eight yards to go. 
New quarterback into the ballgame now is Andrew Ray for Capital. Ray, sophomore, six foot, 200 pounds. He's out of Troy, Ohio. Ray drops straight back. He's going to look upfield. Number nine now cuts it upfield. He's going to pick up a first down on the run. Cuts it across the 25 to the 27. Struggles forward to the 28, and he'll be stopped there. Gain of about 11 on a first down. Has either team had a turnover yet today? No, there's only been one fumble, and that was the one that Bagnino recovered. You're right. Wow. That's crazy. Pretty clean game for the first game of the year. Yeah, actually, except for the uh, offside penalties, which you expect right. in a first outing. 8.25 and running left to go in this ballgame. Ray in the backfield. He's got heater. Now he puts a man in motion, Schoonover, and the handoff. Ray gets it off the heater, and heater around the right side is dragged down on the play by Sabatino. And that is a one-yard loss back to the 27-yard line. Brings up second down and 11 yards to go. Clock running on the end of the first game of the year. Before you know it, we'll be through 10, and the Lions are hoping they'll be 11, 12, 13, maybe even 14 and 15. Wouldn't that be nice? Heater moves in motion, handoff. Goes to Gianetti, and Gianetti takes it up to the original line of scrimmage near the 29-yard line where he stopped after a two-yard gain. And that'll bring up third down and call it 10 yards to go. Boy, it has just turned out to be a beautiful night here at Schuler Field right off of Delhi Avenue. Yeah, I wouldn't mind this for the rest of the games. This would be about perfect. This would be perfect. We'll love this in October and November, the end of October, early November. Oh, yes. Much better than 25. Ray drops straight back on third and 10, looking upfield. Got a good pocket. Throws it down the middle, and it's incomplete. Good defense. Tried to get it to his intended receiver, Wyatt Pertusek, but couldn't find him, and now Pertusek has got a cramp, and if they're going to punt, they're going to have to bring in the backup punter because Pertusek is their punter, and he is down and he'll have to leave for a play. So Pertusek down at about the 45-yard line, tugging on his left calf. You know what they always told me for that? What's that? Pickle juice. Pickle juice, huh? Dill pickle juice. Huh. That's what they always say for, yep, for cramps. I, I knew some football coaches that actually had Dill pickle juice on the sideline. If somebody had a cramp, they'd make them drink a cup of it. And they were ready. They were ready for it. Yep. Works every time. Especially these early games. It was 90 degrees earlier today. I won't tell you what my father recommends for a cold. Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he's one of the old-timers. He would recommend whiskey. 6.54 left to go. 59-21 59-21 the score. Lions on top of it, and Capital will punt the football away, and it will be taken in by the Lions at the 40 to the 45 and brought down at the 49-yard line near midfield is the return man, Aurelius Walters. Walters, another sophomore 
out of Miamisburg High School, 5'11", 165 pounds. And that's where the Lions are going to start out first and 10. At their own 49-yard line with 6.42 remaining to go in this contest. Williamson, the quarterback. And he's got Tunstall right behind him. Jaron Tunstall, the sophomore running back. Hand off to Tunstall, off right tackle, across the 50, and down to the 45-yard line in Capital Territory. Gain of six for Tunstall. And now the Lions have a player down. Gain of six on the carry for Tunstall, and while the Lions have a player down, we'll take a timeout. 6.31 remaining to go in the ballgame. Your score, it's now Mount St. Joseph 59, Capital 21. Everyone loves pizza. But when people who love to serve their family recipes come together with people who really love to enjoy them, that's when the magic happens. That's the recipe for happy. Now, who's hungry? La Rosa's Family Pizzeria. The recipe for happy. Order La Rosa's Pizza now at 347-1111 great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sunday's and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sunday's for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sunday's. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Need dinner quick for you and the kids? Hit Facebook right now and order from FNN Good Chicken Tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road. Feed the kids, the family, order a combo for yourself. Eat garden style or feed the peeps. Let the guys at FNN Good Chicken Tenders cater your next get-together and everyone will thank you. Hand-breaded chicken tenders, homemade sauces, and coleslaw to die for. It's all at FNN Good Chicken Tenders, located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order now at 451-3000. FNN Good Chicken Tenders, real chicken, real fast, real good. Well, Dave Mitchell back here at Schuler Field, and unfortunately the Lions have an injured player down near midfield, and we cannot tell who it is, but the injury is severe enough that they're going to bring out the cart and carry him off the field. 6.31 remaining to go in this football game. Chayton Tomlin, well, his night obviously was over at the beginning of this quarter, and he ends up the night 20 of 27 passing on the evening for 441 yards and six touchdowns on the night. Quite an evening for Chayton Tomlin. But take a look at everybody else around him. Colby Newman, the freshman out of Texas. Ten carries tonight, 122 yards rushing. That's a 12.2 yard per carry average. His longest one of the night was 40 and he picked up two touchdowns on the evening. And then the receivers, Chase Pankey, in his return to the mount, picked up three receptions tonight for two touchdowns. Grayson Roberts, five catches. A.J. Glines, five catches for two touchdowns. And Cooper Earls picked up two catches tonight for two touchdowns. Nick Murphy with one. Colby Newman also had four receptions here this evening. The injured player 
for the Lions is backup offensive lineman Andrew Weeks. Weeks, a 6'4", 305-pound sophomore from West Union High School here in Ohio. And they've got him picked up and put into the back of the cart, and they will take him to the hospital. Unfortunately, that's the bad news that has happened here this evening, and you hate to see that in a game that has been a runaway freight train like this one has been, 59-21. to Lions leading it with 6.31 left to go in the ballgame. They will be 1-0 heading to Moorhead State next Saturday night. And we'll be on the air with the pregame show at 5.30. Lions Rewind will be on at 5. And the kickoff will be at 6 o'clock next Saturday evening. And Weeks gets a nice hand as he is carted off the field. Hopefully he'll be okay and it'll be just a one or two week thing. Lions still huddled around their head coach as they wait for the cart to get off the field as somebody is following the cart. Weeks, one of the trainers, is holding on to, I believe, his right ankle as they are carrying off the field. It's just not, not an EMS cart. It's one of the utility carts that they have around the campus. And obviously Weeks' legs are longer than the cart actually is. And now he is off the end of the field. The officials say it's clear to play, and that's what we'll do. 6.31 left to go in this ballgame. Lions leading at 59-21. to Capital will go to 0-1, and their game next week will be at Marietta. Last year, after the Crusaders fell to the Lions, they had a week off, and then their next game they won, and then they didn't win again the rest of the year. Williamson with Tunstall to his left. Lions, I expect them just to continue to run the football and run this clock. Williamson, handoff to Tunstall right up the middle. Tunstall takes it up to the 47-yard line. Gain of about a yard on the play for Tunstall. And that'll make it third down, two yards to go with 6-10 and running left in the ballgame. Lions making major wholesale substitutions now. Coming in at the wideout position is Treyon Taylor. Coming in wide right is Deion Pumphrey. Check that, that's Devin Bradley, excuse me. Bradley, a sophomore six-footer out of Lawrenceville, Georgia. Again, that Georgia pipeline. Williamson looks at the play clock as it's running under 10. Takes the snap, hand off to Tunstall. Tunstall right up the middle. He's going to be knocked around and dropped. And check that, that was not Tunstall. That was Mike Williamson. Michael Williamson... The junior, boy, did he have some good games last year from New Richmond, Ohio, 5'9", 160 pounds. Now there's a flag thrown way after the play. Somebody on the offensive line for the Lions is upset, and now there's another flag thrown. Tyler Hopperton is coming out and pulling that player off the field. Two flags have been thrown, and I know one has been on sportsmanlike conduct. Not sure if the second one is just to reinforce the first one or if maybe there was a second one thrown during the melee. 
The officials are going to now talk about it. And let's see what they say. Yep, there's two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. And the Lions have had a player ejected from the contest. And that is Chase Bright. Bright has been ejected from the contest. And I believe the other one was an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty called against Capital. So it's offsetting penalties except the Bright has been ejected. So now with the ball resting at the 43 of Capital, Porter will come in and punt the football away. Heater is back set to return for Capital. At about his own 10-yard line. Porter, low snap, gets a high end-over-end kick that Capital will let bounce. It'll bounce inside the 10 and roll into the end zone for the touchback. 5.08 left to go in the ballgame. Your score, it is now Mount St. Joseph 59 and Capital 21. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, while you're away... Capital came up to the line of scrimmage, and there was an illegal procedure penalty called, so they will be knocked back five yards back to the 20-yard line. Ray is the quarterback still, and he's going to hand it off right up the middle, and it goes to Schoonover, and Schoonover will be hit and dropped two yards shy of the line of scrimmage at the 18-yard line. Reds right now are leading the Cardinals 4 to nothing. Tucker Barnhart with an RBI single. Boy, every game in that National League Central is important right now, and the Cardinals can least afford to lose to the Reds, but the Reds are trying to play spoiler here in the month of September. What a division that has turned out to be. What a race between the Brewers, the Cubs, and the Cardinals. Ray, the quarterback, puts a man in motion to the far side, handoff to Schoonover. Schoonover takes it across the 20, out to the 23, struggles forward to the 24, may have gotten to the 25, gain of about four yards on the carry, and it will bring up third down and a long five yards to go. Both coaches just trying to keep the ball on the ground, run the clock out, get out of here without any more injuries happening. Capital. Got the two-hour bus ride back to Columbus tonight. Capital didn't have enough players on the field, and now they rush a man into the ballgame. That's David Barnett. I think he thought his night was over, but it's not. Schoonover moves in motion to the far side. Dropping back is Ray. Ray's going to keep it himself right up the middle to the 25 to the 30. He's got close to the first down. Boy, if he just got if he got over the 30-yard line, he just got over the 30-yard line and picked up the first down. And that's where they'll mark him, just shy of the 31. First and 10 for the Crusaders as the clock continues to run with 325 remaining in the ballgame. 59-21 Lions. 
Receivers out wide to the left. They've got two receivers out wide to the left. Schoonover lines up behind Ray, the quarterback, in the backfield out of the pistol formation. Handoff goes to Schoonover. He's going to run it wide right. He's going to be hit behind the line and dropped at the 28-yard line. Loss of two on the play. And it'll bring up second down and 12 yards to go for the Crusaders. Clock continues to run. Lions will be on the road next week. I know we've told you this, but that is going to be a very entertaining ball game against Division I Moorhead State. Hope to see you down there, but if we don't, hope you tune in here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 2.28 left to go in the ballgame. Clock running. Ray on second and a short 11. Handoff to Schoonover. Schoonover off right tackle. Cuts it now back towards the middle across the 30 out to the 32-yard line. Gain of about two on the carry. And it will bring up third down, nine yards to go. As we hit the two-minute mark here at the end of the ballgame. Ray looking things over. Now he's got Jaden Giantino into the ball game now. Giantino comes in at the running back position. And he'll line up to the right. Clint Kitchen is into the ball game. He's the H-back. He'll line up on the left-hand side. Ray looking things over. Play clock down to five. Ray looking... He'll just just get the snap off. Looks over the middle, throws over the middle, complete to Kitchen. And Kitchen will take it in at the 35-yard line. And on that fourth down play, they needed eight. They only got three. And they'll turn the football over to the Lions with a minute 20 to go in this contest. 59-21, Lions on top of it. Now check that. Now they're going to say it was third down. Now it's fourth down, and they'll punt the football away. So Pertusik is in to punt the football away. Fourth down, six yards to go. Pertusik, the punter. And he will kick it away. High snap, but he gets it down, and it is a nice spiral. Boy, what a boomer from the 35, and it'll roll into the end zone for a touchback. That's a 65-yard punt by Pertuzek. And it goes right into the end zone, and with 52.9 seconds to go in the ballgame, the Lions will probably just take a knee and end this contest here this evening. 59-21, Lions lead it. It started out questionable with the lightning delays and this game not getting underway until about 45 minutes after it was supposed to. But then the skies cleared, the sun came out, it became a pleasant evening, and boy, was it a pleasant game for the Lions as they're going to go to 1-0 on the season. Williamson will be the quarterback. He's going to go under center and just take a knee with 53 seconds remaining to go in the ballgame as the Lions are in the victory formation. Williamson takes the knee. The clock never started. The clock never started. He took a knee. The clock never started. And the official had to blow his whistle and yell up at the up here to the press box to start the clock. So now they do. Now it's down to 35 seconds. Williamson will take a knee again. 
and that should do it. That'll be the ball game here this evening. The Mount St. Joseph Lions behind six touchdown passes this evening from Chayton Tomlin and 441 yards win their first game of the year by a final score of 59-21 to over the Capitol Crusaders. We'll be back to wrap things up for Schuler Field after this timeout. The Jake Swinney Chrysler Summer Clearance Event deals are hot, hot, hot. Like new minivans. Save up to $8,000. Eight grand, including lifetime mechanical protection. Where? Jake Sweeney Chrysler, Tri-County. The college football season continues Saturday night. The Mount St. Joseph Lions hit the road for the first time this season, and it's not an easy one. The Lions are at Division I Moorhead State in Kentucky. This game will be a test for the experienced Lions as they head into the Heartland Conference play the following week. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Blake Watson and I with the action from Moorhead Saturday night, beginning with Lions Rewind at 5, the pregame show at 5.30, and the kickoff at 6. Mount St. Joseph plays at Moorhead State Saturday night at 5 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. It's not about where you were born. It's not about your gender. Or the color of your skin. Or whether you're rich, poor, or in the middle. No matter what you play, if you have the skill and drive to succeed in school and in sports, we'll provide the opportunity. So the Lions jump out to a 1-0 season record as they defeat the Capitol Crusaders for the second consecutive year in the opening game of the season, 59-21. The Lions now hold a 2-0 career record against the Capitol Crusaders. And the Crusaders, tell you one thing, they are a better ball club than what they showed here tonight. But although the Lions, they had a dominating performance here, especially Chayton Tomlin. 20 of 27 passing, 441 yards, and six touchdowns, no interceptions tonight. And a lot of that had to do with the new freshman running back, Colby Newman. Newman, number 30, had only 10 rushes tonight, but 122 yards. His long for a touchdown was 40 yards tonight. He had two scores. Ryan Bagnoli also had three carries for 21 yards tonight. And the Lions really were diversified offensively here this evening. Chase Pankey. He had three catches tonight for 115 yards, but Grayson Roberts and A.J. Glines each had five catches this evening for a total of about 200 yards tonight. A.J. Glines had two touchdowns. Cooper Earls with a pair of touchdowns also, and Panky with a pair of touchdowns. And the Lions with those six scores winning here tonight by a final of 59-21. to And we'll be back to wrap things up from Schuler Field right after this final timeout. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com, Mount St. Joseph University, and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute-by-minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsTalk.com every day for your sports fix. Dave Mitchell back here at Schuler Field. The Lions now 1-0 on the year. Their next game will be next Saturday night at Moorhead State. You can listen to it here on UltimateSportsTalk.com as we kick it off with the pregame show at 5.30, and the kickoff will be at 6 o'clock, and that will be 
next Saturday night from Moorhead State University. So the Lions go to 1-0 on the season thanks to Chayton Tomlin's great situation here tonight, and that's going to do it from here. Our thanks to Steve Radcliffe and Blake Watson for helping us out here this evening at Mount St. Joseph. Our thanks to, of course, Dr. Williams. But most of all, our thanks go out to our sponsors and to you for listening here tonight. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you your final score once again from Schuler Field in the opening night. It was Mount St. Joseph 59 and Capital 21. Until next week, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Mount St. Joseph University football. This game has been brought to you by Iron Sharpens Iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. FN Good Chicken Tenders. Call now to order at 513-451-3000. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road. Ascent Safety Solutions. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. La Rosa's Pizza on Rapid Run Road. Call 513-347-1111. The Mount St. Joseph University. JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Jake Sweeney Auto at jakesweeney.com. And the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Join us next time for Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.